missing content yeah right we're gonna miss content if we don't start i think we're already getting kind of juicy <laughs> it's good stuff let's do it so ty you gonna record oh do i gotta hit the record button yeah just hit record i missed that part. multi-channel that's it and then just put it away in the corner and never worry about it again the key is you do it now you press that button and then you will forget that you're recording there you go and you're like, yeah, this is fine. Uh, nothing's ever going to come back here. Uh, there's yep. going to be no record of this. I can talk <laughs> about previous employers, let, <laughs> let people in on industrial secrets that my previous employers had. There's going to be no consequence. Violate NDAs. I, no I problem. Do, I do stock tie on LinkedIn, so I have a mm -hmm. little scoop. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. what's, my, what's my LinkedIn persona? It's pretty solid. Some good shares. You don't treat it like Facebook, so that's that's good enough for me. Oh God, yeah, seriously. <laughs> what, what, what would that mean? Like, what's the treating like? Oh, Facebook people post part? like political shit and like oh, sharing what their idea. kids did. Like, nope. my daughter played it, but like, you, this isn't what that's for. It, it's your resume, isn't it? A resume? Yeah, it's like a it, yeah. It's all self congratulatory, like right. Like, uh, it's a, like I just right, it's did a something sheet. great. It's yeah, a brag sheet. Yeah, right? so. Like okay, great, congrats, good for you. I, I think in the army we called it the "I love me" wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so every every major officer had his "I love me" wall set up in his house. I used to have to use it for marketing, and I'm really glad to not have to do that anymore. Right, nice. Uh, so um, I think we can kick right in, right? Do we have to get it? Do we have to mess around, or I don't think so. Let's yeah, let's get into I mean, it. I think this is going to be really juicy. So I'm, I got a good feeling about this one. So uh, <laughs> no pressure. Advance after combat. This is the Advance After Combat podcast. This is a podcast brought to you by myself, Dave, and my bromance partner, Jason. Hello. And a guest host that we pick from our guild on BGG every month or so when we decide to do this. Actually, correction, we don't pick the person. The Oracle selects the person. Uh, but I guess we then have to take that email message that the Oracle sends us, and then we have to go out and find that person and do it. Uh, so whatever, it doesn't matter. But this time, it's Ty. Welcome. Goodness, that's me. It is. And, and I was actually uh, surprised that Ty had not been on the podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> I was not surprised at all. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just was surprised. I mean, you have been a, a member for a long time. I mean, we had this guild a long, long time. A long time. Yeah. yeah. Podcast too. Yeah. Now, glad to be here. I like what you've done with the place. Nice oh, job. Nice. Okay, good. Glad you approve. Yeah, okay. feel, free, feel free to like stretch out and make yourself at home. Just like this is, yeah. Just yeah, you, you've been cooped in the green room. You've been cooped up in the green room for a couple <laughs> hours. So just make yourself oh. comfortable. Yeah, I'm scratching various parts of my body right now. It's great. Thank you. So yeah, uh, wives are gone. It's all good. Yeah, so, <laughs> so is that what's going on? The wives not around? Yeah, yeah. Wife's out of town. Going to catch up with her tomorrow. Oh. But uh, yeah, uh, my daughter and her boyfriend are running around. My other daughter's in her room doing things. I don't know. 
I'm in charge, which means I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. As long as they're obeying the wife's rules, like that's that's the main thing, right? So no no loud noises. Yeah. Okay, keep it down. Just keep, keep it, it down. Just keep it down. Keep the doors shut and keep it down. No, I mean, keep the doors open. Oh, I think no, but it, no noises, right? You want doors shut. I don't know that's the way that works. Not when the boyfriend's over. Doors yeah. shut. 45 degree angle. Keep your hands where I can see Well, I mean, so my oldest is 18. She just graduated from high school last oh, week. Congrats. So that, that she door, still lives that, here. Is that doors shut age? I, I don't know. That's what I was going to ask. It's like, Mom, well, Dad's bothering me. I need she can do whatever privacy. she wants. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I'll let him do. You I'll don't let him find unusual at this, things. At this point, you don't. Want I don't want to. Do. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to know in the first place. Uh, yeah, they're they're good. They're good. But yeah, there's like, oh gosh, she's 18. I'm probably gosh. the wrong person to ask about stuff like that. Yeah, he is. Jason's the wrong person. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. a I'm a, a very lax parent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. At some point, like, you gotta trust him. Yeah, at least at, le at seventeen, I think Jason was talking to his daughter about uh, saving her eggs, like how she could save <laughs> her eggs or something. You never know. <laughs> He's like, let me show you how an IUD works. Here's an IUD. It's oh, a no, I was sixteen. I was sixteen for that. <laughs> oh, we we did that professionally. Just don't get pregnant. That's all I care about. Seriously, I'm hundred percent on that one. As a girl dad, I'm and and. Ty, you're 100% girl dad, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm the same way. So, it's like I'm outnumbered in my family, right? So, uh -huh. it's 100%. Yeah. Like, so, it's just I'm just trying to survive. <laughs> and it's very easy for them to just turn and gang up on me. Oh, <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, when you got a boy, you got to worry about one dick. Right. When you, got a, <laughs> when you got a girl, you got to worry about all the dicks. That's all right. the dicks. That's right. All the dicks. <laughs> uh, they're great, though. So. Anyway, we'll take care of you. Uh, so, uh, Ty, what's your uh, origin story? You got kind of a wargaming origin story for us? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. I was like uh, first war game. What's to, what's when you when did you first stumble upon your first hex encounter war game? Hex encounter. So, actually, I think my first war game I bought was Harpoon GDW. I was a role nice. player growing up, and but I was also reading a lot of Tom Clancy. So I okay. think between Hunt for Red October and Red Storm Rising, I bought Harpoon, and then I bought Assault, uh, GDW's Assault, which I just traded with you, Dave. <laughs> Do um, I actually, is that the game I actually own? That's funny. No, well, it's the game, but my uh, original I sold years ago, but I, I think I've rebought it twice. Well, um, I, I, I was scrubbing the semen stains off, so I wasn't sure. <laughs> um, but those games were just, they were over my head at that time. I forget. I don't know. It was like 14, maybe 13. Well, the, these are kind of the times where you'd read the games and be like, oh, this looks super cool. Uh -huh. And you're like, what's a BTR 50? Like, exactly. I really, yeah. like, like what? I don't understand huh? what this is. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I get the counters out and I push them around. And I think I used some of the CRTs and stuff, but I never really played it. Right. Um, and then, like everybody else, I kind of got out of gaming. I think I bought um, Ambush. Butterfield's okay. Ambush when I was in college. Wow. Um, I and, think which, I bought, what, and what college did you go to? I went to DePaul University. Okay. In Indiana. Go Blue um, Demons? Is that, oh, DePaul, not DePaul. DePaul I mean, with DePaul. a W, yeah. yeah that's yeah. the other DePaul. The other DePaul, yeah. My daughter's going there. 
So um, DePaul's the school for people with speech impediments who want to do DePaul? <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> fair. I, I do have to explain it a lot, um, even here in the Midwest, especially Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I picked up Ambush, uh, played that a number of times, uh, bought uh, Renegade Legion Centurion. Wow, okay. Um, so you were into the sci-fi too? Uh, gosh, I didn't. I don't know. I think I, that was like hover tanks. Like, holy so shit, as, hover but as, tanks, a, that's as cool. a kid, were you kind of into military history initially, just reading in the library, or and that's what kind of got you into it? Or yeah, I mean, I remember or... doing uh, like like fifth grade. I remember doing like a, a diorama of a German tank. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was in World War II, and so I was really interested in his history. Right, he um, was a Nazi. Uh, that was later. Um, wow! He was in the army, and he was like, "Yeah, America." And then he's like, "You know what? These guys, these German guys, they're onto something. Okay. I could get, <laughs> I could get behind this." That's, good. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Uh, no, not true. I mean, I mean yeah. he was at Buchenwald. He was a military police officer. Uh, he rounded up citizens to come look at the. The bodies. I've got pictures oh, of him oh, by wow. power, awesome. uh, bile, uh, piles of bodies and stuff. Just but, to kind uh, of create witnesses, make make sure that it yeah, so the people know. Yeah, it's yeah not propaganda. This is, what, right. this is what was going on. Um, but yeah, so so played a little bit in college, but then when I moved to Chicago, I met a guy, uh, as it always happens, um, and he played Centurion. I got to know him. He introduced me to Memoir Forty Four. And then that kind of opened up the gates. Like from there, I was like, oh, this is great. I need something more than memoir. And I moved to some other systems. And I don't know, that's 15 years ago. So yeah, so, so, uh, so memoir 44 was kind of the one that the game that kind of opened you up to it. Yeah, people talk about it as a gateway. Uh, yeah, I think that's true. I've never played true. it. I've actually yeah. never played the game. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's fine for what it is. But it's then you're, if you <laughs> yeah. want something meatier then you got to go somewhere else and uh that's what i did yeah so so as a so you never really got too deep into like a lot of the old school historical war gaming you kind of like the avalon hill stuff right like no that, i missed all that yeah yeah anything yeah, i anything i played in that space like came after i got into it. like i pick up a few things and but mm-hmm. no by yeah gdw that was the first stuff i think it was I forget when Twilight 2000 came out for role playing game, but about that time too. So that was that was also a good military kind of introduction with vehicles and stuff. But now uh, for you, RPGing too, or just wargaming? These days or growing up? Back then? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I started role playing like I you know Redbox or basic not Red, uh, pre what's the uh, BX you know D and D and advanced D and D. And champions, and Marvel superheroes, and Top Secret, and Boot Hill, and Tunnels and Trolls. We were talking about that on the Guild, and uh, like, were yeah. you active? Were you actively doing it, or mostly just oh, yeah. re- reading the products? Or no, I, I had a couple buddies we played. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, active role playing up until I don't know middle school. Nice, yeah. And, and you know nowadays I do as much of that as as, as wargaming. Yeah. Yeah. So uh uh Ty, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I got a Lion and Kugel and a frosty mug. That's kind of my my go to gaming drink. Jason, what do you got? 
I, I always associate Ty with Goose Island. Yeah, it's Goose Island. He's, he is a regular Goose Island, mm-hmm. movie, I think. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah. Lion Kugel or Goose Island. That's Love where, it. That's where my go-to. Uh, I am drinking Negronis. Oh, nice. It's been a half day, me and the boy home alone, so had a few. <laughs> you mean a little day drinking? Okay, good. Yeah. All right. You know, nice. it, like I have to keep it in reason, right? Just in case like an emergency happens, I have to drive. Yeah, but, or, you know, or you have to, to, or you have to land the podcast. That's the other thing. Don't count on that. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a, I've done a couple of whiskeys. I did a happy hour too at our local lakeside bar. So I did that. Made Very nice. Nice. So, socialized a little bit as the, gadfly, the as the gadfly will do. And then, uh, uh, Grease some palms, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Did a couple bourbons when I got home, and now we're on Boulevard Tank Seven. So, what kind of crew classic. do you get at the uh, at the Lakeside Bar for happy hour? What kind of what kind of people are we talking about? Uh, it's a it's a pretty good. Well, right now it's tour season's kicking in, so it's full. I mean, it's like uh, JB Hooks okay. is where I went. It's a local place, and uh, it's a big bar, and uh, yeah, it's pretty solid. But you can get three, three, four dollar well drinks and beers and well wine and two dollars off appetizers from three to six so i show up love midwest pricing oh, yeah cool. love a well wine too oh yeah all I, well wines there's a bunch of well wines aaron's been giving me shit every time we go out to eat now i like wine is all i want for some reason and so last night we went out to get burgers and i got i got a glass of red wine <laughs> burgers and wine nice you fucking dork. <laughs> so they just keep open bottles behind the, the bar or something? That's, that's the um, wine? I, I asked. I said, what like what wine do you go through the most? Because I don't want like a, yeah, a red wine that's been sitting on the bar top for three days or four days. Um, so yeah, yeah I got to get a what bar are they sitting on wines? I mean, with us, it's like, uh, like I think well wine, like a well white for us is like Kim Crawford. Like it's, It was a uh, Chateau St. Michel from Washington. Yeah, ours are, ours are like thirteen, fourteen dollar bottles, probably that you could buy at the yeah, same. store. Yeah, exactly. Plus, they had Yingling. I got Yingling draft, which is good. Yeah, so I had a couple of Yinglings. Yingling has been the big. Uh, so I went to the Cardinals game. I just want to tell this real quick. And uh, Dodgers were playing the Cardinals. It was our 18th anniversary, so I took Monica to the Cardinals game. How'd she like that for your anniversary? Oh, it was great. We had a great okay. time. How dare you? Are you she's trying to make a, she's sure like, like, like I'm dragging her to the game? <laughs> Fuck you. Like I like you trying to make it like I, I bought her a bowling ball with my bitch. No, she's a Dodgers fan, so it was okay. fine. Fair. And St. Louis is a great city. Fucking aces. Like beautiful, incredible architecture, so many old buildings. You just have to be careful which part you're in at what time of night. That's sure. it. That's yeah, a couple of wrong a, turns. There's a bunch of shit bags running around the town that can really ruin your experience. But uh, we got a hotel right by the arch, and uh, you stay there. We can walk out into the park that has the arch on it and all that stuff right by the water. And then you just walk like two blocks, and you're in Ballpark Village, which is all set up to handle all the bar. They have all these bars and restaurants where you can uh, drink and eat before the game, and it's adjacent to the stadium. You just walk right in. Uh Nice. So it was great. Anyway, so we were sitting there, and uh, I I bought some good seats, and so we're sitting up there, and some kid <laughs> was yelling for drinks. You know, they have the the beer guys who are like, "Hey, buy your beer, buy your beer." So this kid goes, "Yeah, hey!" He's yelling like over halfway of the road. He's like, "Give me two Michelobes and a Bud Light." <laughs> And so one of the guys, some guy, random guy from like 10 rows up goes, Bud Light, what the fuck? And the oh, kid goes, Jesus. ooh, he goes, 
Okay, give me three Nickelodeons. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, the peer pressure is real. Drink, <laughs> drink what you want to drink. <laughs> well, I said, I, I'm, my position is I'm not going to let any trainees tell me what beers I want to drink. I mean, I drink what I want to drink. Fuck no, drink what but, you want to drink. But uh, uh, it was so hilarious to hear this kid fold from a guy who he wasn't even with at the game. It was a random dude just screaming out from the audience. But it, it's real. They're they're bleeding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So my point is Yingling is doing great in our area because they had just done this distribution. <laughs> they just started distributing in the Midwest. They had this big distributorship push. And uh, at the same time as this whole Bud Light thing happened. So it just has exploded. So anyway, I drank a bunch of, bunch of Yinglings. Nice. Yeah. So. Undraft even. That's good stuff. Yeah. So that's what I did. Way to tell a story, Dave. It's going to transition well to the rest of the game. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> so that was that. Um, so, Ty. Uh, yeah. So how did you find out about the podcast? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I think I just bought or was about – no, I think I just picked up Where Eagles Air. So I was getting into GTS. Oh, wow. And I was looking for – stuff on devil's cauldron and, and things that i think you either you reviewed it or i think we had just might have played it at constant world x yeah probably yeah um and so yeah i stumbled on you because of that and i just 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 kept listening um and because uh, because you played with like bill quas and mm -hmm. d germani and i still play with those guys um, oh nice yeah yeah, Bill's not too far from from my house, and uh, oh, that's right, he lives up. By he's here. a good dude. Yeah, yeah, just some some <laughs> fun well, guys, you know, older he, guys. He's an old guys. school OCS guy. Like yeah. Bill Quas is fucking old school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, like I found out about the podcast through uh, through that, and then just kind of got to know know the guild once it started going. Because the guild wasn't around right away, right? Like it took for a while. Oh, it was pretty close. It wasn't super active, I think, early on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think it took a while for us to let you in. That might have been. At first, we thought we were going to be really it was selective. kind of a secret club. And then we I, realized that. Ah, who cares? I think I'm on page one of the the members. Yeah, it, wasn't, it was. Not I that I've say, looked. I didn't say it was a lengthy <laughs> process. I'm just saying at some point we were like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know who can't boot me. I don't know. Maybe you could. So, uh, yeah, sounds good. So we are all drinking and we are all podcasting and we are now going to get into the phase where we talk about something that is called a quiz. You don't oh, want to jump right into the review? Oh, shit. <laughs> do we want to do the review first? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no there's a structure. Uh, there is a, a, a quiz that we can take. Now, it's not, it's not a quiz you have to take, Ty. So it's an it's a optional quiz. Yeah. Would you say yeah. World War II is like your area of it's like gotta be. expertise? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. This, this is the one thing that I was, I don't want to say I was dreading, but like this will be hilarious, right? Because Braxton, no. what, he does Civil War in Ancients. And Ty is like GTS, World War II. I, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm Western Front, World War II. Definitely and even GTS then, guy. my knowledge is pretty short. So, but yeah, no, let's do, I mean, I'm in. Course. Okay, so there, there's then a second question. You know, um, you can pick one ally. It can either be myself or Jason. Yeah, I, 
I mean, I, I think I've heard from Dave quite a bit the last couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> are you sort of a bitch? Are so you going to make me read these questions? I'm going to make you read. Yeah, let's, let's, let's make Dave read. And asshole. Jason and I can go down together. I'm just going to get a lot of uh, nom questions. And I'll tell Fingers you how, how hardcore I am on my World War II. I currently have my log file of OCS Case Blue up on my screen. So let me get rid of this. Very nice. Nice. Uh, let's see. Let me look at. If I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory, that's right. Jason's a good guy to go out on. Fucking a. Yeah. All right. I'm here for you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Quiz. Appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, I got to say, like most of the time, I'm listening to the quiz. I'm like, no idea. Nope. Me no too. idea. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. It, well, it's, so, it's that's good. good. It's usually heavily ancient, right? So it's. Mm -hmm. It has been a while, though. I'm, I'm excited to be on this side. Yeah, yeah. Gotta give you uh, give you some airtime. Yeah, mix it up a little bit. And, and Ty, you did go to Swolcon, right? Yeah. Did you see me there? Yeah. <laughs> I saw you there. I didn't even go. <laughs> yeah, I was there. No, yeah. I'm just. Yeah, trying to get, I'm trying to. I've get gone the last last couple get, years. Yeah, I'm trying good to get time. name hey. confirmations there. So, all right, we're good. <laughs> we know it's Swolcon, so we're good. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, I, you slipped that in. I missed it, man. Yeah, I let well, that go. Holy shit. So it's time for... We're, we're like the... a married couple where there's fights you're willing to have, and there's fights that you just kind of give up. Jason, if you don't go, you can't argue about the name of the con. That's fair. So That's fair. So this is the post-Swolcon podcast quiz. So we did just have a, a, a convention in St. Louis recently, uh, suburbs, and uh, good news, I didn't get banned from the bar. Oh, so, tradition. So this is now two years in a row where I was not banned. It's pretty uh, drama free this year, yeah. Yeah, I, I previously I've been banned twice in a row, bar, <laughs> barred from the bar. And last time uh, a gal tried to bar me, but turned out she couldn't bar me because she was off duty, so that couldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but this, but this they time, can't hold you back. This time there was no banning, so I was I was a good boy, just did my thing and. Was there drama in the in the in the crowd, and you just stayed out of it, or it was drama free in general? Well, no, they basically just weren't smoking weed in the bar. That's yeah, usually that the helps. Thing that gets me fired up when they're yeah. smoking weed in there. I get pissed off and then start getting mad at them. So Dave's anti weed. No, I'm a, I'm anti breathing other people's weed. That's other weed, yeah. I don't mind if people smoke their own weed privately or whatever they want to do. Don't care. So yeah, I like it's my for me weed equals masturbation. So. Interesting. If, if you think you could <laughs> masturbate in a bar in front oh, of I everyone, see. right? That's an Would that be okay? No. Right. Or do I don't mind if you do it. I just don't want to see it. Don't, don't want to. I don't want to smell I, it. I, I certainly don't, I don't want to smell it. Yeah. I don't want to smell it. Your your semen. I don't want to feel it on my face. <laughs> the way I smell your feel well, your marijuana maybe. smoke. You might, you might back up a little bit. I, I don't want to take a toke off of your marijuana joint or your penis. Sorry. All the same rules. It's all the same rules. That's it. So, your chest cigarette. No. Yeah, jerk off Noted. or smoke weed in the same places, and be, be respectful of other people. <laughs> That's right. It's coming alive for me. Yeah, coming I don't. I, I just really? don't think. I don't think this is a very demanding set of rules. Paint that picture. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so it's time for. Name that loser. 
<laughs> so, so you guys are going to so judgy, the, Braxton. Goodness. You guys are going to name the losing commander for this each listed battle. Okay. Okay. And I, no and I, chance. And I already feel like these, <laughs> I, I feel like these are easy, but that's fine. Uh, the Battle of Zama. I'll be up front. I, I got nothing. Zama. Zama. Uh, Montezuma. Nice. That's your answer? Montezuma, yeah. It's Hannibal, because that's where uh, Scipio Africanus beat uh, Hannibal in Africa. Yeah. Fair enough. I okay. would have got, gotten that answer right for it's you. It's in Africa, uh, you said? I would have gotten that answer right for you, Ty, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> si Siege of Elysia. 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 Are you fucking kidding me? A-L-E-S-I-A. Uh, -A -A. <sighs> Ty. Um, I got, I got nothing. <laughs> we'll keep it snappy, though. I feel it's like not like it sounds one. Greek. Time is oh. Germany, and Jason is he's, the Austro-Hungarian Empire. Alicia, uh, <laughs> they're like, this is on you, Germans. <laughs> We're gonna have to rely on you for this one. Uh, siege of Elysia, famous siege. Elysia. Oh, the oh, the famous one. Yeah, the that siege helps. of Alicia. Um. Uh, is there an SPI game on it? <laughs> I'm sure there is. I don't know. Uh, Caesar Augustus. I don't. Is that a the, person? The loser is Vercingetorix. <laughs> Vercingetorix. Vercingetorix. This is where Caesar besieged the Gallic fortress and then did a, a double encirclement of the fortress and did a double walls because the Gauls tried to break his siege. Nice. The Gallic oh. Wars. All right. Well, good for him. That's okay, nice um, here's the loser of the Battle of Poitiers. Poitiers. This is one. If you don't know your Hundred Years' Wars, come on, boys. Shit. Have, you got to see my gaming shelves. There's nothing yeah. before 21st century on my shelves right now. Poitiers. Uh, Poitiers. Hundred Years' War. I don't know. Yeah. King Richard III. fought there. Uh, no, he died at Bosworth. Um, it's the right continent, though, right? Mm, not no. really. Poitiers <laughs> <laughs> is France, right? That's right. Um, yeah, but I don't know who the commanders were. If it was in England, it would be pronounced pointers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Jeez. So, what do you got? What do you got, Ty? Who's the oh. loser at the Battle of Poitiers? <laughs> Poitiers. I have this. Uh, I have the Seward book like on next on my shelf to read. So uh, if if this was six months only, from now, if only you'd have a couple more days of work from home, you would have been able to get that done. <laughs> no, or commute. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Louis the Fourteenth. Nope, that's not correct. It's <laughs> John the Second. Oh, well, there's a number in there. Uh, next one is Battle of Bosworth. Who's the loser? Richard the Third. He's a liar. Don't believe him. Oh, Richard the Third. That's where he dies. That's correct. Nice. So you guys got one right. Congratulations. <laughs> this might be the only one. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> this is better than my wildest dreams. So the next one is the Battle of Buena Vista. Oh God. Um. Who is the loser? Buena Vista. Buena Vista, good view. The Battle of Good Views. Good view. 
Who Mex- is Mexican American more? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, who did uh, Santa Ana? Yeah, Santa Ana. That's a guess. You got it correct. Good job. Yeah, Zachary Taylor, right? He was the yep. U.S. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then presidential like, biographies paying they, they, off. Right. Look like, at you, man. He, he's too politically dangerous, so we're going to send another army out. <laughs> that, that's it. Zachary Taylor, don't you dare advance any further. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to send a Winfield Scott down yeah. to the rest of the fighting. Whew, I'm sweating. Next section is name, so hard. name that aircraft. Mm. For each listed model of U.S. aircraft, give the name it's associated with. Mm. What is the name for the B forty seven? The B forty seven. B forty seven. Jason's out lightning. Lightning something. Um. No, because the no, because the B forty seven would be a bomber, right? Yeah. Right. Right. You think? Mm. Lightning was, not, oh, is yeah. that a fighter? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. Um, Liberator. Oh, I like that. It's I don't know if it is one, but it sounds good. That's a B twenty four. Twenty four. Sorry, it is a real one, right? Yeah, it okay. is. That's a good good name, but I think that's a B twenty four. Um, the Liberty. I don't know. Forty nine. He said forty nine. B forty nine. Four seven. Four seven. Yeah. Don't okay, know. Okay, so what's the guess? Uh. Uh, Liberator too. It's a Stratojet, mm. but not I guess that one. Dumb. It's name. a good name. Okay, next next uh, abbreviation UH one. I'm gonna uh, mark this helicopter. one down. That's, I'm gonna mark this down right now because I guarantee you guys are getting <laughs> this one. I'm gonna let Ty puzzle it out. <laughs> it is a helicopter. Is it a Huey? That's Huey. what I would say. Huey. Okay. Really? Oh, nice. Is that a, is that Vietnam era? Do they use those in Vietnam? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh my lord. I feel like a whole generation missed out on the Vietnam War now. Listen to this. <laughs> talking about this. You you weren't sure if they used Hueys? Did we okay. fight in that war? Have you seen? Is that us? That's right. Is that us? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it was it's just bit. against the Chinese communists. That's it. That's all. The only people that fought was us and the Chinese. Okay. Ch forty six. Oh. Chin hook. Well, we need Chin. a name. Oh, is that a is that the manufacturer? Uh, no, I mean if you want to tell no, me. No, the name. Chinook is the. Uh, is that forty six? This one's a little tricky. It's a helicopter, though, right? I can't say, sir. You could. Um, I'm not allowed. Rules, <laughs> rules uh, are rules. Guild rules. Advanced Civic <laughs> Combat rules don't allow me to tell you the answer to that question. I can make I can make sympathetic utterances. That's it. sympathetic <laughs> noises. Like, oh, this is. Are you sure? Um, <laughs> well, shit, I don't know. Um, give me a name. CH yeah, forty six. Forty six. Yeah, Chinook. Don't know. Well, this Chinook, I think, is the CH forty seven. The CH forty six is the Sea Knight, 
which I think is just the naval variation of the 47. But take it up uh, with Braxton and punch him in the face. <laughs> He's the one who made the But the 47 is the Chinook. So uh, P, next one is P38, Paul 38 aircraft. I think that's the lightning. 38? Yeah. Is that, is that a double tail kind of thing? Um, yeah, I'll go with lightning. That's correct. Yeah. Next is B two B as in boy two aircraft bomber. <laughs> I think, Stealth bomber. I think that's a spirit. I'll go with spirit. You are correct, sir. Good job. Nice. Nice. Wow, really knocked out of park on the aircraft. It's time for name that armored vehicle. For each description, Ooh, give, me name some, the, give me some Montos, Braxton. Like, give me some Montos. For, for each description, name the armored vehicle that's being described. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a little story. <laughs> Just read a paragraph. About yeah, I'm narrating like tank. I'm, I'm narrating like I'm the tank. Okay, so I entered service in 1979 <laughs> and still am in active service today. 3,600 of my model have been built. My main armament armament is a Rheintal 120 millimeter cannon, and I carry 42 rounds in my interior inventory. Denmark, Turkey, Germany, Canada, and other countries have sent me to the wars in Afghanistan, Syria, and Ukraine. What is my name? Well, what countries were those? Uh, Denmark, Turkey, Germany, Canada, and other countries. <laughs> and other countries. Uh, I think the the key is, is the main armament is a Rhein tall one twenty millimeter cannon. I'm sad to report that I had nothing here. I'm out of my league. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I should say Rhein tall. Rhein tall, Achtung. Yeah, I mean, I don't know some sort of leopard, a leopard. Number two. So, what's your what's your answer? I need a specific mm. model number. Uh, Leopard One, 1979. Leopard One. Incorrect. The answer is the Leopard Two MBT. Oh, Jesus oh, <laughs> <laughs> What the heck? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still happy with that one. Yeah, seriously. All right. So, second one is I am the brainchild of the Heinz of Heinz Guderian. Uh. Guderian. Okay. It's kind of, it says the Heinz Guderian. I'm not sure that's supposed to be. <laughs> Is that a club that I don't belong to? I, I, I would like I not to belong to that club. Braxton, just in case, to turn away my membership. They sent me a letter of invite. Uh, designed in 1936 and produced until 1945, over 8,000 units. That's curious of, timing. Over, over, can we not interrupt the paragraph <laughs> reading? Okay. Why stop then, right? The dates right. just really jumped out at me. Okay, so I'm going to start over again. Uh, I am the brainchild of the Heinz Guderian, uh, designed in 1936, produced until 1945. Over 8,000 units of all of my variants were built. My main armament is a 7.5 centimeter KWK-40. I have a crew of five hold 87 rounds of 7.5 centimeter rounds in my hull. I was in use in all major fronts of World War II and in the service for Syria during the Six-Day and Yom Kippur War. What am I? 
So it's a 75 millimeter gun. I wish that helped. Obviously Jeez. German. Yeah. The weirdest <laughs> names too. Uh, 36 started. Designed uh, in 36, produced until 1945. Uh, I'm, I want to say Panzer II or Panzer III. Um, is that specific enough, one of those two? Th that would be the type of answer we're looking for. Okay. 36, I'll say Panzer II. Okay. It's the Panzer IV. The Panzer, really? the Panzer wow. II was like a very lightly weapon. Yeah. That was like, yeah. I don't think, I don't, in fact, I think even the Panzer threes were only up to 50 millimeter by the time the war was in the, in like the 42s and 43s. So this yeah. is the, the, the four, I think, was the big workhorse tank for the, the Germans. Yeah. Yeah. With the 75 millimeter. Until the right. Panthers well, started coming out. Nice. And this concludes my lecture on uh, German tanks in World War II. So. Well done. Well done. All right. So uh, the next is, my name is translated into English as in infantry fighting vehicle. So it's translated into English as infantry fighting vehicle. I am amphibious and can, can carry 11 people, including the crew. My main armament is a 73 millimeter 2828 Grom smoothbore gun, and I carry 40 73 millimeter rounds in my hull. More than 20,000 of all variants were produced in my home country since 1966. What am I? Uh, it's a Soviet. I have. So, which one is which one's the infantry carrier and which one's the fighting vehicle there's the btr and then there's the uh what's another thing um i go with my i want to say my gut jason i'm gonna say btr 70. i trust you i got nothing btr 70. it's the bmp ah shit. i think it's a bmp one two three they do all that yeah What's the, what's the, uh, what did I say? B, what's a BTR? It's a, but, that's a well, thing, right? Yeah. The BTR is a, a wheeled, a wheeled APC. I want to say the BMPs are tracked. I, I want to say they're tracked, but yeah, the, I think the BTRs are more the wheeled ones. BTR 50, 60, 70, 80. They had a whole bunch of versions of them. And also I think the main armament being that 73 millimeter gun is kind of the big deal for them. Kind of serious. Yeah. Um, Okay, I, I got the Soviet again, part right. I, I don't know that I would have got it right, but I, uh, I think the B. I want to say the BMP is a tracked uh, IFV. Okay, so next is I was first produced in 1950. So flush that all out of your head, Ty. All, <laughs> all the losses, all the disappointment, failure, all that. Just, I mean, it's all echoing. Like I'm a loser. Like I can't do these. No, forget it. It's he's wrong. been ah. like like one number off from from I'm yeah saying, i'm saying yeah, or, I'm, or two i'm letters. a winner for just being here Fuck I mean, no matter how your entire life up until this point is gone <laughs> you're gonna turn it all <laughs> it's ready, a lot buddy. hanging on this yeah you're ready buddy let's do this all right i was first produced in 1959 15,000 of all my variants were built so i'm a winner 
until my final year of production in 1983. My main armament is an an M68 105mm gun, and I'm powered by a Continental AVDS air-cooled twin-turbo diesel engine. (laughs) I have taken part in several conflicts, including the Yom Kippur War, the First Persian Gulf War, and the Syrian Civil War. Who am I? 15,000. 1950-something? I was first produced in 1959. Yeah. So my... I want to say the M60, because when that went out of production in the early 80s, was it that when the M1 was coming on? The final year of production was 1983 for this tank. Or armored. Yeah. Yeah. I like your logic. Uh, Wait, you said 105? 105 millimeter? Yeah. Yeah, 105. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll say M60. Sure. My gut. I'm sorry. The answer, the correct answer was M60 MBT. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll give it to you. All right, oh, we'll give it to me. Fun. Thanks. Yeah, just just avoid arguments. We don't need a lot to deal with the legal conflicts. <laughs> so, final one. That was good. All right, so we'll get away th- from the controversy with that answer. I've re- redeemed myself because yeah. that one was questionable. Very questionable. I can hang I my head high. Hold my head high. We'll have VAR. VAR is going to go out and check that answer. All right, designed as a tank destroyer. I was previously produced in. I, I think I should all do this like Macho Man Savage. I like I it. Think that's, <laughs> designed as a tank destroyer, I was briefly produced in between 1944 to 45. I weigh 71.7 tons. Hold the crew of six. Only 88 of my model were made. My main armament is a 128 millimeter Pack 44 L55 gun. My front armor thickness is 250 millimeters. I saw action during the Ardennes Offensive and the Ruhr Pocket. Who am I? There were 88 made? Yeah, sorry. There were 88. <laughs> there's, <laughs> zero, there's zero chance I've even heard of this. So 88 were made. World uh, War II. Produced between 1944 to 45. Uh, he weighs 71 tons, so that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking, like I'm not. You said it was wor- a pack, pack something or other for the armament. I'm not as worried about my weight now. Looking at that, <laughs> like, like we don't, we even, don't judge here. Like, I, like I'm not Missouri fat, but I mean that's fat. Like I feel like mid- Midwest. Yeah, even Arizona, even in Arizona, seventy-one tons is pretty fat. Uh, what were the other questions? Yeah, it's got a 128 millimeter Pack 44 L55 gun. Pack. So Pack tells um, you right away who who it's for. It's a German, right? right. Yeah. Um, Stug three. The giant, Jag Tiger. Yeah. I think those are pretty the, big. I yeah. think it was the biggest assault gun. Is that? Yeah. Because I think the Jag Panzer Panther they might have run like an 88 out of it. But I think this was the one that they finally were just getting ridiculous with it. <laughs> so why not bigger? Let's have a bigger why not bigger? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. What'd you say? They made 88. Yeah. They, yeah. they had more, more Stukes in that. No, I wouldn't have gotten that. Though. That's good, though. Yes, yeah, like those questions. Stu was a stupid answer. That was a terrible answer, but that's fine. <laughs> okay, all right. But I got the last one right. You said, that if I, you said if I got the last one right, I would be redeemed. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, <laughs> you did okay. All right, so we're, we're not going to reward mediocrity here, so we're going to move on. Uh, it's bonus time. Oh shit! There's more. And so oh now no! I'm gonna just. Uh, I'm confused as to what the bonus is. Nickname? I don't need no fucking nickname. So, Jason, how oh, does that... the bonus work? This is where you have to do some now heavy I'm lifting. Confused. I've been fucking running. Oh, Jesus Christ. I got to get some more beer here. I'm good. Yeah. After this, I'll, I I'll, I'll refill. No, I'm yeah. good. All right. Um, See, kids, Dave had a backup beer. So, bonus Dave is prepared. Oh, nice. so. Um, yeah. So, Dave's going to ask us, I guess, five more questions. And these questions will count for us if we get them correctly, which um, we started off strong. Um, and if we count, if we get them wrong, they will count against us, but they are bonus questions. You guys have six, right? So, yeah, that's pretty yeah. solid. Yeah. You can take that away from us. So, though, so right. So no. Jason, just, so if, it's just if, adding more questions, but these ones are bonus. <laughs> so what happens, what happens Jason, if, if Ty gets one wrong? Uh, it counts against us. Okay. But, he, but if he gets it right, it counts for us. So okay. it's bonus. That's good. But it's not deducted. Like it's not deducted from him. No, never. There's no deduction. Uh, what happens if Ty suffers a medical emergency during the bonus phase? <laughs> I mean, as we get older in the podcast, I think you want to be the first guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's less yeah. funny the older we get. <laughs> I mean, we can laugh it off. Eventually, though, our lawyers have told us we need to address this issue. That's fine. Maybe not tonight. All right. And what what did you say the name of the question was? It's uh, name the – oh, well, I didn't want to do it because our attorneys have said until we do all the bonus uh, questions. Oh, I handle, handle all our liability associated with those. Get your yearly check. Uh, name the military persona. That each listed nickname is most associated with. Oh no! Uh, this is one of Braxton's best quizzes. I'm just saying. Oh, it's been good. It's it's been really good. I Has mean, he done this before? Has he done the nickname thing? The, the fact the fact that Ty is not great at military history should not take away from the fact that this is a great Braxton <laughs> quiz. <laughs> I don't want to bring your quiz down, Braxton. My bad. All right. So it's a reflection of really me, not in you. That's right. So, so the topic is name the military persona that each listed nickname is most associated with. So the first God, this D- despite, the, despite the 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 tradition and the guild, I'm not a nickname kind of guy. So this is this is gonna be tough. But guys guys don't call you JC Jace at oh, the, fuck. At the convention. I, ooh. Super J. <laughs> JJ. <laughs> JJ. You can't call me JJ. That's what my grandpa called me. Was it really? Okay. Mm-hmm. They don't call you crop circles. Hey, crop circles. I have gotten a little bit of that. <laughs> All right. So this one, some of this is tough because it's not super specific. But um... <laughs> we don't need it to be. <laughs> Why would we need this to be specific? <laughs> I know. I know. It's just like what if I we mean, get a, there's a, only, an answer that's the, technically no, correct? No, here's the problem. There's only so many nicknames in the world. So it's like, <laughs> is there like, a I, list for each one? No, but I just think for some of these, it's like there could be more than one guy with this thing. It's fine. We'll and is there more that. than one answer? 
Uh, how dare you question how research we do? Okay, our, I, our I apologize. Testing, I'm sorry, Rex. Testing process. The college board has approved this. Yeah, yeah. This also equals AP credits. I didn't know if you guys under, knew this, but if you get 10, 10 or more right, you get a you get a three. It's equivalent of a three on an AP. Nice, nice. Uh, what about professional good. development? Bad news, not going to happen. Continuing so, education. Uh, all right. <laughs> so the okay. nickname is. I'm going to give you the nickname. You come up with the military persona that would that that's associated with bull. B U L L. This is the one that I thought was immediately going to be a problem. Bull. B U L L, like a big bull. Are there uh, like eight choices? Nope, one choice. One choice for bull. I can think of at least two. One of which is the choice. I know one, at least one other. Bull. Yes, that would be, which would be legally, I think, correct. Uh, and and Kyle, Kyle let's also roll in over in his porch. He's like rolling around in the grass, his <laughs> nicely manicured lawn outside in his backyard because he knows the other person that I'm thinking about. That's not the answer. He knows the, the two. He's a, he knows the other one. There's a uh, second one that Kyle knows. Fuck, I don't know. So it's got to be his, his is Civil War. So not Civil War. <laughs> nice. Good. Nice That's connection. Good. That's uh, good. So what other wars are there? Well, I'm glad I didn't mislead you because, yeah, you definitely would never guess the Civil War. Uh, fuck, I don't know. No idea. What the heck? Um, uh, Dwight Bull Eisenhower. I like it. It's uh, Admiral Bill Halsey. His, his nickname was Bull Halsey. Mm, okay. Uh, the other one uh, was is Bull it like a Sumner. Bill Bull, or was he bullish? Yeah, he was just aggressive. I think I, well, I fuck. I think the fucking naval U.S. Uh, Navy commanders were a pretty aggressive group. <laughs> as far as that's true, yeah, they yeah. they weren't a group you wanted to mess around with. Uh, but Bull Sumner in Civil War was the, uh, Sumner. Yeah. He had a reputation as being kind of a. For him, it was a bad reputation, maybe as a bull. But next one is uh, Butcher of the Psalm. The nickname was the Butcher of the Psalm. Doesn't sound like a great nickname. Uh, yeah, you can't hear me shaking my head on this podcast, can you? Unless he's great at finding good cutlets or maybe <laughs> that you were interested in. Kept throwing his guys into it. Is he the guy gave, that gave me six beef livers on my last quarter beef? Mm. I'm, not, like, I'm not happy with that guy. That's a lot of beef liver. It's maybe too much. It's a lot. It's pretty rich. Oh, fuck. I don't know. The Butcher uh, of the Psalm. Some German dude. Jason? No idea. It's a Douglas Haig. Uh, ironic, I think it's actually the commander of the force that was butchered. So... I think it's not a flattering nickname. Yeah, like he fucked up and so yeah, like he led, them, got, all to, he led yeah. them all to their massacres. <laughs> My bad. Uh, next nick nickname, and I'm going to give this one to you quickly, is uh, Cump. C U M P. Cump. Like to Cump, sir. Like Cump. I'm not I have, like to Cump, sir. I have Cump, but that's all I have. <laughs> Is that Sherman? I, I yeah, uh, don't know, but I go with that. Tecumseh. 
To come, come. So, so what is there a guess here? Sherman. Yeah, let's do it. Sherman. So we're not great guessing Rosecrans before Chattanooga. Okay. <laughs> you are correct. That's really ah! Look at us. That Look sounds us. so dirty. Come, come. Well, like Where are we going? Come. Yeah, it's. I'm pretty sure it's pretty close to being very dirty. So uh, next is plus all the accents. That would have That's been right. There are so many clashing, yeah. people yelling. Next, stunk. Nick, next nickname is Gentleman Johnny. I think I would have gotten this one right. Is he a boxer? Really? I think I would have gotten this one. Gentleman Johnny. Hmm. Who do we think he is? Uh, Back when war was gentlemanly. Hmm. Gentleman Johnny. Yeah, I don't know. John's John's just too common. I don't know. Uh, John Smith. I don't know. Fuck. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's John Burgoyne. <laughs> Gentleman Johnny Burgoyne. Uh, it was during the uh, the no of Independence. No idea. Uh, yeah, he they had him. I think he led the attack down from Canada to try to get down into New York. That was defeated. Okay. Per- apparently, one. a nice guy too. Yeah, apparently a class virgin. act. Class act. Last one is the hammer. Judah, and that's all I got. The hammer. Isn't there like a Jewish Jewish hammer? Like I just a movie? Uh, Are you talking about a movie or something? You <clears throat> no, like the Jewish hammer? No, I think Jewish people Judah? have made hammers. They've made hammers. <laughs> no, he was like a, a fighter. I just read a, <clears throat> a cyberpunk book last year that was like a, it was based on a Jewish folktale. Oh, that's good. I think a... that's good for historical references. So let's go with that. Yeah. Like whatever cyberpunk book you read it's a real thing i think maybe the jewish hammer i guess it's not the jewish inspired by the the, the good news is inspired by real events the good news ty is this decision on whether you trust me or jason does not like title insurance doesn't reflect on any of that so like as far as legal advice like you can still pick different people to do things you're not committed to jason all the way through this process Oh really? Yeah. Now that you've read the question, I can ask you the answer. Is that what you're no, saying? No, no. I'm saying now, now that you're committed to him legally, you're he's now your attorney of record for all your decisions. <laughs> yeah. Or next five oh, years. That's right. That's right. I do, I do need to do my wills again. So. <laughs> that's right. Jason may make you? an appearance. It's fine. Yeah, Jason will be here. As long as the I got your the, back. The people I don't do taxes though. As long as the people you're giving your money to are all World War II related. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. You should be in big uh, trouble. The hammer. Um, the hammer. A hammer. Uh, this is like know. a famous military uh, persona. Not, not famous enough for no, me. I he's guess. like, fam- like anyone. This guy. If you didn't know this guy, you'd have to be crazy. <laughs> I might know that guy, but I don't know his nickname. Is he? Uh, yeah. uh, give me a, give me a, Jason. Give me a, another Vietnam general <laughs> linebacker. It's, linebacker. <laughs> it's always linebacker. <laughs> Bradley. No, if it's, it's either Westmoreland or Abrams. Is Abrams the one you bring in, but you don't know if it's, <laughs> sure. if it's Westmoreland? Could be. Could be. All right, we'll go with Bradley. Let's, let's end this. It's uh, Charlemagne. 
Charles Martel, whose nickname was the Hammer. Uh, his nickname was Charlemagne. I know. He apparently had two <laughs> nicknames. You used two nicknames for no, the same in fact, person. In fact, even in the answer, he says Charles Martel, and then the parentheses says Charlemagne. <laughs> his nickname Charlemagne. Well, his third nickname was apparently the Hammer. Okay. Fair. Dude, I don't make the quiz. Charles the Great. This is this is why wow, that's a I long got time ago. The, the main Charles. And of yeah. course, any complaints or any kind of Braxton, we love you. Any <clears> kind of your balls. I found ah. the Jewish hammer. Any kind of issues that people have with uh, questions about a podcast can also always be sent to a, a, a trash can circle at advancedaftercombat.com. Yep. And we read it every day. 100%. We'll get right in there and we will look into it and address all your questions and concerns. So we're happy to be here. Ah, I, I enjoyed it. I got all the ones wrong that I thought I would. And then <laughs> the ones I thought I maybe got right, I got some of those. No, so, yes, I thought it was seven. I thought it was pretty solid. Really? Okay. It's pretty well. Yeah, nice. and like Leopard 2 versus Leopard 1. Like that's <laughs> I, I would have given uh, it. Yeah, I thought you guys were going to get How that many one. Leopard tanks are there? I'll be honest. I thought that was a bad loss for you guys. I thought you guys were going to get that one. Because <laughs> that's, that's the one they're sending the Ukrainians, right? Ukrainians, right? The Leopard Two. Yeah, right. So that's why I was thinking, like, oh, they're going to get that for sure, but you didn't. <laughs> you, you zigged. Yeah, you zigged. You, didn't. you zigged when I thought you were going to zag. <laughs> hey, I thought it was. I thought it was too old, too too long ago for Leopard Two. And what I know, right. I just don't know my German tanks. My bad. All right. Well, I'm gonna get That's forgivable. I'm gonna get some beers. So yep. we're gonna do a little beer. Yeah. Here. Good idea. Hanging on. Taking on. I'm back also. Nice. So so Dave, you, you read a lot of military history? Is that where you get your I do. Yeah, yeah okay. I have a tremendous library of Missouri military history for Civil War. It's kind of just a thing I'm into because I'm out here now. Uh, so it, I have arguably like a larger library than is anywhere in Missouri. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, just because I collect the books. But yeah, I, I've read the basics like Foot and Cousins and uh, Sears and Catton, you know, all the basic authors. So I think Civil War is probably a big thing for me, but my specialty is probably Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. So here's hey. what's here's what's funny for me. I wanted to hit, hit, tie up on this. I didn't know. Uh, Ty, are your kids getting ready to go to college? Or are they still too young? No, yeah. Uh, my oldest graduated from high school last week. And so she's in it. In a, she's into the school and she'll be gone in you know month and a half two months what is it what is it where are we june july two and a half months so my wife just told me that she got my daughter who's a junior out here certified as a rural school student with the college board have you heard about that no it's so it means it means she qualifies for all these special scholarships and <laughs> nice special <laughs> service and basically it's like there, you know, there's protected categories that the school college board looks at, like based on race or whatever or income. And one mm -hmm. of them is rural. And apparently now my daughter is qualified. 
so my wife's like yeah i just i was like how did you even do that she's like oh they just sent me some message when they saw her act scores or her psat and said hey you should register as this so there is a registration process now where you can register your kid and she will be registered as a official rural school child that is fantastic and fantastic. then they get all the then they get all the benefits and all the it's crazy because we live in a lake big giant yeah. like vacation lake right it's like but yeah. half of our school is up in the farms yeah your townies yeah we're, uh, we're, yeah. we're like the yeah. tiny we're at west very small part of our school district but it's like it is funny though it's just like the way they try to categorize all the kids and right right well yeah i mean if that's the game then yeah good for your wife yeah i mean at this point it's like our kids can almost go to school for free you just go to college and they show up and they're like yeah that's good it's the dream so, so that is so, the dream so ty if you wanted to mail some of your kids down to us I mean, maybe <laughs> we could look at a deal where we could do a, a split profit deal or something. i mean let's be smart about it i think it's just a good financial decision uh yeah my youngest she's 16 so she's still looking um i could see the dinner conversation dad where 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 are you sending me there's this guy <laughs> game with Dave. Well, yeah. I mean, can she You'll plow a can she plow a tough row? I mean, can she get out there in the field if she really has to? And... <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> she well, cannot do that. Believe me, if you saw my property, my kids are not plowing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I found a game. I'm going to talk about a game real quick because I've got. A oh, guy. I'm excited for this. I've got a guy out here that I had been gaming with a little bit and I kind of been grooming him and then he moved further away from me. And like out here, it's like he moved into a different county, which is like in Missouri. If you move to a different county, it's like it's like 30, 45 minutes because like, there's not a lot of roads out there like you're going around different country roads. And uh, so I brought out to his place Storm of Jerusalem. Not Storm of Jerusalem. Storm over Jerusalem. Yeah. So, so this is, I guess, is this based on Storm over Stalingrad? I think so. I think it's the same system. Kind of same system. Uh, so I brought it down there, and we, we, I drove up there, and we set it up, and within like probably thirty minutes, we were playing. Great fun. Like we had a good time with it. It was really fun. It's kind of card driven. Um, there's a, you know, there's different things you can do, like like building siege towers. I mean, you have the like I have Siege of Jerusalem, the old a Avalon Hill game, which I have not played. I just bought it kind of because I saw it online. Thought I'd grab it. It's a good reason to get it. Well, this one has this one has cards, and it's kind of like you like the uh, basically the Romans are trying to, to like encircle Jerusalem to keep supplies from getting in. Uh, and at the same time, though, they're trying to actually launch assaults onto the lower city and then maybe to, into the inner city uh, to break through walls. They've got siege towers, uh, siege ramps. Uh, there's abilities to like try to repair walls too by the the uh, the Judeans. It's really cool. I thought the game played really fun and just setting it up and just getting started. I would say in like four or five hours, uh, we had a pretty good result. I mean, with in our result, um, I think the Judean player tried to defend too many districts, and so once the Romans would break through, then they would just start massacring. All they just run through the streets. I killed like so many Judean units, 
that I don't think the uh, Judeans have a chance to win by the end. Uh, but I thought it was a really good game. I thought it was nice. fun. And this is MMP, right? It's MMP. It's like a kind of a point-to-point game, like areas. Point to like areas. 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 Okay. Right. All right. Right. And uh, which is basically point to point. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah. there's there's rules like you you go ahead and you attack across uh, a, like there's a wall. Some areas are divided by walls. So if you attack across a wall and you don't get across, uh, then your Romans have to fall back. But if each time you successfully uh, cause damage to the Judeans across a wall, the wall d- like reduces in strength so they start as fours then they're threes then they're twos uh so each time you attack across that wall they get that bonus um but then once they're breached then the romans even if they don't win they still stay in the area so gradually the romans can start pushing into the uh the the city it was cool because it was a there was an interesting situation where I busted. It took me like maybe two turns to break through the outer city walls, but the outer city is kind of an open area with like a bunch of towns. So once my Romans broke into there, then the Judean player basically pulled all of his troops back into the the main city. So then all of my my Roman legions could just run in because they've been they'd evacuated all those areas. It was, it was super cool, and there's a bunch of cool cards you can play like battering ram or catapult like battering ram unless you'd like try to breach a wall so you can run in and just capture it um certain uh certain uh areas that the town allow the judeans to have extra cards in their hand so they're motivated to, to defend those areas um uh there's certain judean leaders the judeans are divided into two groups i think it's simon and john so those two groups cannot fight together usually oh that's right so they because there's political divisions between them uh yeah it's fucking great i thought it was a lot of fun really nice. good game and your buddy got it he picked it up oh or he yeah, understood right. it yeah. right this kid uh we played maybe three war games together and i sat down in his house and uh we just played it and he got it um, like within a turn or two and we were just playing so do the areas have like intrinsic defense or just they kind do. of not the outside they do okay. so yeah. the outside city has maybe like a plus one so the interesting thing is um yeah so you your offensive units have a certain amount of attack power that are small like offensive like maybe two uh units usually have defense that's like six seven or eight um but the idea is when you're attacked the highest unit in an area is the defense factor that all the attackers attack against sure and so then you so basically you roll like you add up all your offensive firepower roll two dice add it all together so it might be like if you attack with uh like five four legions at, at two strength each it's eight and you roll a seven an average roll on two dice six you get a 15. your defenders are usually going to be for the for the judeans like a six or a seven seven plus one or two for for their lo- location they're in but then it could be plus one through plus four if they're attacking across a wall so that's a huge benefit and uh then you have decisions on how you want to retreat your guys like you get a certain number of damage points that you can then reduce based on how you want to do it like it's one point if i reduce a a spent guy if i retreat a spent guy it's two points if i flip a fresh guy and so you have decisions on how you want to pace 
you know, and then you have cards that are just like, well, we do a catapult attack into this area and you take a six point attack. So the, the cards are great too. It's, 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 I thought it was great. I thought the game was really a lot of fun. Have you played any in the series before? No. no. Okay. I, I, had, I, I had Siege of Jerusalem and I, I bought it because the map was all, always amazing. Um, and there's there's also cool things too where you can push siege towers up to the, the opponent's walls. And the idea is if you have a siege tower, then like if you have siege tower two, then his wall four only counts for two because it's four minus two. So that's the only deduction there. So you're, you're dude, it's it's a great game. I think it's for the value and for nice. the money, it's it's a fucking nice fast play, great game to play. So and there's That's cards awesome. like like Titus leads the Romans, or there's a card where the Romans can play where it's the the Jewish leaders have to hide because it's like leaders skulking, like they're because the Romans are. Or another one is Roman brutality, like when they try to the Jews try to retreat units, you can then hold a card and say Roman brutality and play it, and it's where the Romans run them down and kill them. So yeah, nice. you can edit on. Uh... MMP site. I forgot how new it was, and then Dude, it's, it's seeing good. seeing the map, it reminded me that I had played um, Storm Over Arnhem a right. long, yeah. long time ago. Right, yeah. so, so that might have been yeah, another version it. of it. Yeah, yeah. And there, there, there's kind stuff. of there's kind of a siege component too, where you're trying to keep a circle around Jerusalem, um, and they can shoot from the walls, the Judeans, and there are times where they can try to knock out your guys and then try to break the if they can capture one of your siege areas around uh then they can they have siege restrictions where the idea is your guys will refresh each turn so when you move all your guys then at the end of the turn they refresh they go back but as the judean supplies start to get worse and worse some of their areas the guys cannot refresh so they stay spent and that makes them weaker easier to be killed they can't be moved so there is this kind of idea of get this constricting siege of Jerusalem as the battle goes on. It's great. I thought it was fantastic. And especially for the, the, the size of the game, it's a very small scope game. It's like a four or five hour game. Fantastic. Nice. Nice. Great to hear. Yeah, I liked, I, I played Stalingrad and Jam Band Fu and those are both super fun. I, I like that system a lot. Well, and and even game. even when I see the questions on the the rules, like I've, I've looked at the questions <laughs> on the BGG group, and you're kind of like, it's clear that most of the questions are if the guys would just read the rules, they would know the answer. But the guys are nice enough to be like, here's the answer. They, they feed it to them. It's it's not complicated. It's a great game, especially fun. when it's just like the same guy asking. Yeah, fifteen quite like come on, yeah, guy, just maybe reread the rule book like can guys retreat to different areas well it says right here they can retreat that's why they wrote it down yeah it's like 100 <laughs> like about probably half the rules if all else like, fails read the instructions but yeah i thought it was great so we had a lot of fun playing it so we really enjoyed it so it was kind of a it's a great like show up play. and for this guy this kid that i'm playing with that I, i'm really trying to like groom uh and this was the time where I went out to his place. I really wanted to bring a game where you could just put it down, play it quick, and knock it out, even with his kids running around or his dog or whatever. And uh, we had a good time playing it. So it was, it was good. good That's call. awesome. Did, does he ever bring anything to the table for you to play? No, like, no. 100% no. it's me. Yeah. I, okay. No, I'm, I'm clearly the elder member in the relationship. I'm the groomer. 
in the relationship. Easy. Got it. Got it. I mean, sometimes new players, you know, they, they come into, they've kind of got their own thing going on or they, they've got their own games they're interested in. No, uh, yeah. yeah. No, he's up for just about anything. We'll play yeah. anytime when I run. He'll, like, we played net, we played a net runner. We played a bunch of different games. So, okay. Nice. Nice. So that was it. That was my big game because it had come out and I was like, man, I was, I liked that, the idea of it because I liked Siege of Jerusalem. I, I didn't have any of the other Storm Over games, but I would say as far as a complete product that is ready out of the box to play with, yeah, the rules are a little wonky, I would say, how they write them. Um, but, you know, anything, any questions you had are on BGG. Uh, great game. Just quick play. Nice. Love it. Great production value. All the counters you need. Everything's great. Yeah, that series is cool. And MMP, man, just just solid. Not as sexy as GMT, right? But, man, they just put out solid games. Yeah. What yes. have you been playing, Ty? Um, let's see. I played... Uh... Greatest day at uh, Donkey Kong. Um, yeah, let's, let's talk about Donkey Kong. How Donkey Kong go for you, Ty? Oh, it was, yeah, it was great. It was great. I think that was is that the fourth time I've been, third or fourth time I've been. Uh, you know, it's a pretty pretty easy drive, so it's a good con for me to go to. Um, and yeah, so like there, there were seven of us who were playing Greatest Day. Uh, we picked the the one day campaign game. Um, I think most everybody had played a little bit of GTS, um, and we so what we did is we we started online on Vassal, and we were doing um, we're trying to get the landings done right because you don't want to be at a con that's you know three or four days and just do beach landings. So we're trying to get that sorted out uh, before we got there, and so it was, was it Mitch. Me, Medicine Man, Toby, uh, Matt Anthony, uh, Rich Trapier, and uh, Todd. So the seven of us um, were playing that campaign game. Yeah, we, we, we did. We From December until the con, we played online, and then we got to the con. Mitch set it up, and yeah, we had. it seemed like everybody had a great time. Uh, it's... The scenario is is kind of okay because the Germans are so so disadvantaged, right. um, and I was playing on the German side. But uh, yeah, I think everybody did well. We had fun. Uh, we wrapped up maybe a day earlier than I expected, and so so, so the, the idea stuff. was you weren't trying to be like we're trying to give you the toughest resistance. We're going to get some fun and get on on shore and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I was I was just happy that we were playing GTS, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sounds about right. Mitch Mitch pitched it earlier, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I'm in. Let's do it. Let's see what we can come up with." And yeah, it was, you know, especially the you know the landing in that the landings in that game are fine, uh, but ultimately you want to be, you know, on land, fighting it out. Um, there's a couple good good German uh, divisions to play. Did Adam Starkweather show up to watch you guys play? He he didn't. Um, what? I, I, no, 
I, I don't I don't think so. I thought he's a St. Louis native. He's not a St. Louis native. You know what? Actually, no, that's that is funny. Is he is he in St. Louis now or is he in no, New York? I, I can't remember. I think he fled back to New York. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have him out to the con next time. We'll see that's what right. he says. No, I think after COVID, he fled. Once he was coming up pre-COVID, I think he fled back. Uh, but yeah, I played that, and then what else did I do? Did we do any role playing? Want somebody to do some role playing? Um, did you play Sentinels? We played Sentinels. Did you played my Sentinels game. I don't think so. No, what was that? We played Sentinels the Multiverse by the bar. Oh no, I saw. I saw you had it. No, I didn't play. Um, oh, we played that. Uh, what's the? It's the Phoenix Command. Oh, the uh, the tactical shooting. Uh, oh, oh, that right. game. Yeah, oh, we did the tactical assault into the drug house. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I played the, I didn't play that one, but I played the night before, and we were just kind of running around the jungles, and I mean that that thing was hilarious. I think uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like I just, every piece of it was was kind of fascinating. Um, like a D one thousand hit table and the penetrations of the bullets, and I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I don't I don't think I'd buy it, but uh, Ralph did a good job demoing it. And let's see, beyond that, uh, oh, I, I did play a Panzer, GMT's Panzer when I was there, and I've been playing a lot of that recently. So uh, what, what's appealed to you, what appeals to you with Panzer? Uh, so last year at Donkey Kong, uh, I, I, don't know if you, I won the Panzer set in the, the drawing. So I had no, like, I, And I'll, I'll preface it by saying, for me personally, uh, Panzer <laughs> felt kind of blah. Like, whereas whereas assault the the assault GDW game said, "Hey, there's this you have this motorized rifle regiment and all this stuff." I felt like Panzer kind of was like, "Yeah, there's a bunch of tanks and there's these ones are A through E and they're going to fight against these guys who are like B through F." Yeah, I, I think what appealed is. I'm I'm still looking for a go-to tactical system, and I've I've played Lock and Load Tactical, and I really enjoyed it. But mm. well, uh, guys, that, I, that's all about the flavor, right? Yeah, it's it's fun. It's story, uh, you know, the story that's with it. Um, the guys I played with are kind of out of it, so um, I picked up that Panzer at Donkey Kong last year, so I thought I'd give it a go, right. and I like it. I like it. I don't love it. I like it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, and then what I, I traded you for B, uh, MBT. And um, yeah, I don't know that I'm fully like satisfied. Like that's my go to tactical, but I enjoy it enough. Um, I think what I found so far in playing, though, is it's it's very much a game of attrition. And I don't know that I'm really like, am I feeling that it's got the tactical the, the tactics pay off sure. all, right, all right so explain that what do you mean um you know you've got you've got 10 german tanks i've got 11 soviet tanks and we're going to roll right. up on each other and start shooting on each other um right. can, can i do something that's smart enough to make a difference right sure the mechanics i like the mechanics and i like you know the penetrations and the armor values and 
hit locations and the, you know all the optional rules in Panzer that you can use. That, that's really interesting. But the the three let's see three three or four scenarios I've played. Who can get to the defensive location first? Um, right. But you just roll no, up I, on each I other think, and it's attrition. Ty, I think that's 100% why I didn't like the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt, I felt like uh, you you know there's – I mean, there has to be some kind of edge, right, um, some quantitative difference between the different sides. So whether it's uh, the – M1A1 commanders are better and better at reacting, better at shooting. Maybe their gunners are better. Maybe their loaders are better. Maybe they fire faster. They can move faster. Uh, or for the Soviets, like they've got their battle drills. They know what they're doing. You know, they don't have to ask questions. They can move. Uh, but when you get into it, you start to ask, like, how does this all calculate into, like, the actual results of what when they're fighting each other? Yeah, yeah. I, like I'm playing the game right now, but I'm not. Like you feel like, like even whether it's Israelis against Syrians, Israelis against Egyptians, you know the Israelis should be better in one-on-one -on -one combats with the right. Egyptian tank. Say just tanks, like Israeli tanks sees an Egyptian tank. That you know the Israeli tank should should have a better chance of killing the Egyptian tank. Uh, so that's what's tough for me. Like I, I've done a lot of uh, uh, Arab Israeli like type fighting type scenarios, and that's why I won't do anything prior to like 1973 because it's like if you don't even get the, the Yom Kippur War is the only point where like the is the Arabs were even close to being competitive with the Israeli tanks. And I think they're doing, aren't they doing IDF next? I think uh, in, in Panzer's system. I don't yeah, know if maybe. that's, yeah. But it's just tough. It's tough for me because I'm just like, like, why, why would you, why would a player ever want to play the Egyptians? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or somewhere, I'm going to play a nation that gets obliterated. Like, uh, so, I mean, once the, the advantages in the, uh, the uh, 73 wars, the Egyptians have uh, the Sagars, and they have Sagar crews who, who Shazlin actually made sure that those guys were trained. Uh, and they have some, they, I think they have at least a 164 tank brigade that's good. So, yeah, I think, you know, I think I'm kind of an optimist in, in the war gaming, and like maybe I stick with systems too long or games too long. <laughs> or like I, I, I hold out hope that they're going to reveal themselves to me. You might have been the last person playing lock and load. Yeah. So, 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 so Ty, Ty, when when you're uh, when you're going to go play MBT, what's your romance story at the MBT? What's my romance story? What yeah, do you mean? Like what, what? Who, who's got what strengths? Do you think the Soviets are? They know they're doomed, but they have their battle drills and like, what's the story there? In my in my head, I mean, they have they have the unstoppable, like mobs. There, yeah, I was gonna say they're a volume play, right? Like they're supposed to be coming down. Like we were talking about my origin story. One of the things I do remember is going to a convention at Ohio State University, and there was a a guy from was he from the army? I forget. He's from the military, 
he had a gigantic miniatures board set up and we were doing you know cold war minis and but it, he had a curtain in the middle of the map right and okay. so i had the, oh. i had the, i had, and so it was kind of i don't know, it was it wasn't fully blind but the setup was you would you didn't know it was coming and where they were coming from but i was playing a, a maybe a platoon of or the 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 M113s with the toes on top, right? And sure. I fucking I set them up, and I oh they were camouflaged, and they were in the. He Sorry, pulls I back just, the he I pulls just, back the curtain. I just dropped right when. I, <laughs> <laughs> he he pulls back the curtain, and there are these hordes of Soviets coming, right? And so, Dave, to your question, it's like, like I want to see the hordes of the. The Soviets coming after the the Americans at MBT I mean, and see how that plays out. Because like the Team Yankees story was kind of like Team Yankees gonna. We know the Soviets are gonna overwhelm us with with like incredible numbers of, of troops, armor, APCs, and they're gonna be almost like automatons. Like it's gonna be zombies attacking us, and Team Yankee is somehow going to through its use of terrain skill maneuvering uh, firing and then finding different spots we were going to defeat them i mean that's our that was our goal yeah right yeah well you know i i you know despite my btr 70 answer earlier like i do think about that era's equipment a lot like you know it's it's the the t70s and the t80s and the m1 none of those apcs were going to survive yeah, but you see, major... you see, it's about the equipment as much as anything. I mean, um, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think it. You know, I haven't played too much of it yet, but I think it'll depend on the way those scenarios are set up. Like, I, I I'm more familiar and interested in the equipment in MBT than I am in Panzer. I just happen to get a lot of Panzer for free. Right. So I'm just curious more because I'm like that. that yeah. I I don't get that. I don't understand it because I think it's pretty clear that the. The Soviets were not going to win. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, you talk about the war. You talk about you talk about the war, not a, a World War. No, III, I'm talking right? about any kind of realistic assessment of the scenarios. It was just like yeah. they were not. They were. They just didn't have what it took. And if anything, the war in the Ukraine has shown us that, like, like. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Uh, I don't know, man. I wouldn't count the. Putin out yet, man. I think he's got. Oh no, I'm not a, arguing. I'm not yeah, arguing I'm, I'm whether joking. he's in or out. But, <laughs> but my point is, uh, like, if that's the best they got, yeah, that was never going to be that shit poor. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Yeah. It's on a level that's so low. Like it's just like they can't even get out of their their starting blocks to fight. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. But uh, but we didn't know that then. Oh no, I know, I know. Yeah, we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't. Know. Shit, dude. During the Gulf War, they were telling us that fucking Iraq was going to beat us. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Iraq is yeah, the fourth right. largest army in the <laughs> right. world, or some shit. I remember riding the bus over to East Campus uh, in Duke, like as an ROTC student, sitting there, like, "Oh shit, I guess Iraq is the fourth biggest army." I do. We'd never heard about it. Well, fuck, we fucking destroyed them in like five <laughs> seconds. But when you look like, at the charts, like one to two is. Like eight times, probably not anymore. But then, 
you know, between us and China Dude, we, is we, a pretty big gap. We, we then, beat, yeah, I mean, as far as budget. And we beat Iraq with like four divisions. Right. Yeah. Oh, they can't fight at night? Okay, we'll do that. Yep. <laughs> Done. That's right. And we'll put it on the news. <laughs> oh, when do yeah. they do press releases? We'll drop all of our shit right then. <laughs> so. We'll make playing cards. So yeah. so we'll see about Panzer and MBT. Um, I was supposed to play with uh, Pete, um, but that didn't fall apart. I played with played with Hollywood. I played with Rich at Donkey Kong. So I've got some play in, but we'll see how it goes. Well, that's always and that's always my MBT problem. I'm just like, what's the point? Like, what are we trying to? <laughs> like, what are we trying to decide? Like, I guess if you said like. Hey, a bunch of morons found some tanks. Like a bunch of orangutans are going to like wrestle around with some M60s and see if they can figure out how to run them. <laughs> That's what we is are. That, is that the scenario you're going to do? <laughs> I'm and curious. They, and they came upon an Israeli tank platoon. Hey, can the orangutans beat the Israelis before they get destroyed? I'm, I think you're. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I, like, I, I started this like by saying, like, I'm looking for a tactical system. You know, I think for me, so even with lock and load, it's a good story. But I think of like, well, what are the consequences? Win or lose? It's it's like it's more of a, I'll say, competitive game mindset than a an operate. Like, I, I really like operational. More. So, so when when you read across the Suez <laughs> by Shazley. <laughs> <laughs> the second that the I think it's like the first Egyptian general, first armored whatever they had, corps commander, they tell them they knew they were not supposed to advance past the Sam Bank that they had at the, the they had all the They're Sam, not supposed, they supposed were not to supposed to advance the past that. No, they crossed they were okay to cross the Suez, <laughs> but they were not supposed to ever pass beyond <laughs> the, the Sam. So the second Sadat decides to change it and says, oh, no, now we're going to advance past the commander, like the first armored corps or whatever, uh, immediately has a fucking heart attack <laughs> and they have to ambulance him back <laughs> to Cairo because <laughs> he was like, that was never supposed to be the plan. They were never. They knew the, the Egyptians, even Shazley is like, no, we were never supposed to go past them. So, like, I um, I'm I'm curious, I what kind of, because I, I I think of Thai and I think of Goose Island first, and then I think of GTS, and then I think of Lock and Load. <laughs> so, what was the, like, was there a, a a disillusionment there, or just trying to find something else with Lock and Load? Yeah. Uh, I think I mean I think I first I overbought into this system. I just I think I bought bought far too much, um, and so I've, I've pared it down to three or four of the games, um, and it's fun. But uh, I used to play with um, Gamer Keith, and I still play other games with Gamer Keith, but he got out of it, um, so I don't I don't blame him. But I don't have the the um, uh, the gaming partner that I used to have. Okay, um, and then also that. The digital stuff that they put out is good enough, um, and that's got a solo component um, or you know an AI component. Mm -hmm. um, and I and I you know I, I've never played ASL, and I've been resistant to get into it just because I just I don't I'm afraid I guess. 
it'll suck me in, suck me in. Um, but uh, yeah, I you know I if if someone came to me and said, hey, let's play Heroes of Normandy, I'd be like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it. I like it. And I've okay. kept some of the I've kept enough of the games. I just don't have the it's not the top of the list anymore. I am. I I'm not really super into tactical, but I think for me it's like the right level of complexity. It's super light, super fun, just kind of throw it down and then play. But there's some stuff in there that just like irks me to the point where when I play it, I'm like, come, like just put the same number on every counter in the same place. Right. Yeah. Right. Just stuff like that just drives me up a wall. But when you play it, it's like just super fun, and you can kind of knock it out in, in a pretty short amount of time with a fairly low monetary and rules lift. Which it, I like. And they've, they've gone kind of nuts with the product. Like they, they just came out with Heroes of Bitter Harvest. And so you're starting to see a lot of unboxing videos and, and people starting to play. And I, I don't know, at some point they just decided Ooh. to you know, add more maps and more cards and more like sometimes there are, they put the solo module in the box. And so, you know, there's this $120 package. Yeah. That's too and it's much. like, do, do I need all that stuff? <laughs> yeah. I didn't need that three years ago. Why did, and I don't know. So I, I don't know that I'd buy anything new, but I'd play what I have now. Yeah. Sure. I think I'm in the same boat and I really, yeah. I, I only have the Vietnam stuff. And the I was just gonna, and I was going to say, I think I don't know much about Nam. I've never been a Nam guy. I think that's the best game. It's I think super that's, fun. It's got the best scenarios. Um, I've done that on the best feature stuff. stuff. I think. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I, I thought about getting the starter kit for ASL, and I passed on that. But maybe I just maybe I'm just not a tactical guy. I don't know. Like like which which starter kit? That's my problem. Yeah, well, I, I owned Decision at Elst. Cause I was I was in a market garden for a while, and then I sold it, oh. and then I wanted to keep it. Yeah, but I already, I already sold should it. Not, yeah. Should not have sold. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I don't know. I guess I guess the way they put the kits out, I, I guess I would probably want to get three because it's got what all the tanks and the, the so like guns one, and stuff. One, two, and three. Is that the idea? You get three. well, yeah. What what is it? One's infantry only. Two is adds guns, and three adds armor. So I I don't know. Maybe I'd start with three. Okay, I don't. But I think you need all three. I don't. I don't buy them. So I don't advocate. Oh really? Them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think so. I think they add on each other. I might be wrong. I don't know. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I thought. Well, yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, probably, probably not likely to happen. But maybe I'll take a peek one day. So Jason, what about you? What are you doing? Um, a lot of stuff online. Still playing GCACW. Um, best system ever. Um, a lot of rally the troops kind of stuff. And then I just picked up, um, Saigon 75 from nuts publishing. Hmm. Um, and this was on Kickstarter two and a half years ago, I think, or maybe two years ago. Uh, and it was like 65 Euro. And I said, that's going to be a pass. Um, and the Kickstarter was a year late and then I found it online for $40. Nice. <laughs> so I picked it up. And I think that was a lesson for me that I'm going to do that more. Um, I get like the FOMO thing and like strong American economy. Yeah, we, we kill the we kill the Europeans. Fuck the euro. Yep. Okay. Um, and it's a, a two-player or solo game on you know 
the you know the North Vietnamese invading South Vietnam from like seventy two to seventy five, um, and it's the bits look like a coin game. It has like the octagons um, with some added pieces, um, but it's really at its heart like a bucket of dice game. It has cards, but it's not card driven. The cards are kind of events that you can play to kind of boost your turn. Uh, you have to play one each turn, but they they kind of do things that will will help or hinder you. But it's not. Can you play in a bar? No, the, yeah, it's a little bit too big for that. And there's a lot of like wooden wooden bits. Um, but I've been having fun with it, and it's one of those. Like, um, it's a doomed situation. You kind of talked about it with that with like the Soviet tanks, right? Like they're never going to win. The South Vietnam, the South Vietnamese are never going to win this situation. That the 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 North Vietnamese were always going to take Saigon as soon as they they set their mind to it. All right. Um, after the Americans were gone, so it's really about kind of standing your ground as much as possible. Um, but it makes it fun. Um, and it makes it a little kind of, you know, maneuvery and, and, um, I don't know, tactical is not the right word. You're moving bits around a huge area. It's like an air control game, I guess, kind of like storm over Jerusalem. Um, so I've only played through once, uh, solo, the solo system's okay. It has like a solo assist card, um, card deck. Um, and it's, it's kind of neat like this is such a small thing but the solo deck is i think 11 or 12 cards and you only use eight in any game so there's some that aren't in there i'm not a card counter or a card memorizer but um just that little bit of extra is nice to not use every card every time um and it's been surprisingly enjoyable i i had a similar reaction at first because i'm subscribed to the game on bgg and you know the same three people are asking five questions every other day and it's really not that hard to figure out it's very light so you know if the cards aren't because i think it was designed in french <laughs> so there's some weird ambiguity in the translation but you're playing like a 60 minute war game solo so who cares just make a decision and, and, and move on um so yeah no one's watching <laughs> yeah exactly it, it doesn't super matter if it's what the retreat priority is because you have three places to go and just make a decision um but yeah it's been it's been really enjoyable um it's just kind of set up on my solo table and i tinker with it on meetings when i get to turn my camera off and <laughs> walk away for a little bit um so yeah it's been it's been fun um so probably not ready for a review i want to i'll probably tack pack it to aac con and um and yeah that's it'll be a, like a nice light evening game so it's been fun and All you right. said from nuts nuts yep yep saigon 75 and i uh, like their their magazine game games i always really liked but i've had mixed success with their boxed games their world war one game um i can't remember what it's called the card driven game is good but it hearts and really minds good. it's a hearts and minds no that's the world war i mean that's the vietnam one they have a world war one game that has pretty cool bits 
um, I should just look it up, but um, it's fun, but it wasn't enough to kind of keep it in my collection. Um, I don't know. So I, I, I've been pleasantly surprised. I'm glad I paid $40 for it instead of like 80. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been good. Yeah. I did. I mean, I knew about the magazine. I didn't know that they did box games. That's cool. Okay. So Dave, I don't think we, I mean, we moved past this, past it, but I don't think you gave your Donkey Kong report. Uh, let's see. So what did I do? I did, uh, let's see. Uh, I have my old report right here. Did not get banned. That was my first. Achievement. <laughs> That's the highlight. Goal achieved. That's right. Uh, let's see. We played, uh, we played war and peace. So oh, yeah, uh, I want to hear I, about this. I was France and we played war and peace is basically like the entire war, uh, of Napoleonic wars. And it's tough because when you're playing France, you have to play like every single guy, like you are the guy every time. So <laughs> there's no breaks. There's no always on. Yeah, you're always on. Like you conquer, like Austria is conquered. Okay, Austria. Now Austria is conquered like three times during the game, so you have to then keep going. Like it's not like oh, thank God. I finally conquered Austria. I can't relax. Nope. Austria has got to be conquered like three more times. So then we go and do that. Uh, uh, so I played it. It was fun. I think we enjoyed it. I would say the one thing I really liked about it was for the low die roll intensity that was involved, uh, the, the game does have a lot of results. So you can have a situation in combat where you're like, oh, well, I have uh, this many countries all around and we're fighting over this one hex and one die result resolves pretty much everything you need to figure out uh, on that fight. So, uh, and, and the system is kind of based on this idea of um, that, that leaders are good at running troops. They can move troops around yet uh, they aren't always good at getting to battle when they need to get to battle. So they have a, a, a number on them, maybe one, two, or three, that is their number that really reflects their ability to respond to the sound of the guns and get to the battle when they need to get there. And so it's quite possible that you could have a bunch of forces that you've put together at one particular battle to fight, and yet when you roll the dice because your dice are terrible uh those guys never maybe they they're interested in hanging out with their various mistresses or <laughs> their friends or eating yogurt at their base or whatever they're doing but sounds they don't, great they, they don't they don't realize that they're supposed to be marching to the sound of the guns and so they don't fight that battle so uh it's a big part of the game so it was fun i enjoyed it how far did you guys get? Did you like replay the full campaign? We and... started in eighteen oh five, and I want to say that we ended in eighteen oh. Good question. But I, I think we were right between there was. So I, I want to say the Austrians the jumped in, the Prussians jumped in. Uh, the the French conquered them right away. I want to say that we started eighteen oh five and we ended 
finished up around 1807, 1808, maybe, because I was invading Spain. So basically, I, I, I played the French, so that meant that I had to be the guy the entire time and uh, conquered, conquered Austria, conquered Prussia, and then I had to go back and try to like conquer Spain. So I was in, it was 1808, I was in the process of conquering Spain, and I think in 1809, there was potential of Austria revolting again. So that's where we were. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Cons are interesting because, like, whether it's Donkey Kong or Con Sim that I've been to, or even Dallas when I was there a couple of years ago, it's like if, if you've got something lined up, you've got to hit that the kind of the right spot. You don't necessarily have to finish, but you don't want it to finish too early. Well, I always end up getting the guy that's always like the, the, <laughs> I don't know how it happens, but I, maybe I volunteer for them, but I'm always the one who's like, okay, it's Blitzkrieg, Dave's Germany. So I, I'm, I'm the maximum <laughs> I'm guy. All. Like I have to do everything. All you the can't stress. get out of your chair. Like, like I'm, I am not interested in being Germany. Like, frankly, I have a lot of relatives who are Jewish. Jewish. I don't want to be fucking Germany for Blitzkrieg, but like suddenly I am the guy who has to run the entire machine. So, yeah, yeah, like, but, oh, like it always happens. Like it's the same way for this one. France, you're like the France. I was like, like I'm on every front. I'm fighting every single country in the entire Europe. So, yeah, you don't, you want to you want to get enough play in to make it satisfy. You don't want it to end too early, but. At some point, you just want to get a break and go get a beer. You're just like, <laughs> let, let, let me just give a break. <laughs> guys, guys, give me a it's, break here. It's constant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It's good. So did we, you do we any did. Role playing or we anything? did. We saved all of our stuff and all our positions. We're gonna record it and run it. We're gonna try to run a, a off offsite game. So we'll see how that works. Okay. Nice, nice. Role playing wise, uh, I I did not do any. I I I said I was going to bring a RuneQuest game, and I was like, man, so exhausted. And the problem is, once I'm done playing all the fucking French shit during the Napoleonics, you're like, like yeah, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> you want to drink a beer and smoke some weed? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, I get to be GM now. Great. No, I get to right. do everything. I, I get no, to and, do and, everything. And, and then of course Ty's like, hey, let's go play. Come on. Come on, Dave. Stop smoking weed. Let's go play. Like, stop I'm, smoking weed. Go I'm like trying. I'm trying to relax, Ty. Jesus. <laughs> Either GM or give me some of that weed. Let's do something. <laughs> but Sentinels was good. Yeah, so I guess when we were talking about playing games while smoking weed, Sentinels probably a good game. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's very, very low. It, yeah, it was very good. Easy. No problems. Yeah, we played that. It was fun. We played it right outside the bar. I can't good. get my son to play it anymore. I, I, I tried to sell it, and even like the used bookstore didn't want it. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, oh no, I think that's worthwhile to hold on to. Those games, I, and that's what I said. I said, yeah, yeah. those games are valuable. What's uh, the appeal? Like, I don't even know how that works. Like, I've, I've played uh, like the living play, card games. I thought you played with us. No, no. I must. I don't know. It's did a play, superhero deck building game. Ty, deck building. Did I play Trick Shot? Is that with the minis? I saw you guys playing. I didn't yeah. play. No. God, so was, that's why. Ty's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, I don't have time he didn't for your nonsense. Hockey game. He's like skulking <laughs> off on the sides. 
He's like reporting into Zudani <laughs> overlords. You won't believe what they're playing now. <laughs> Fucking nerds. <laughs> they're not a threat. They're not a threat, but we should no, still I, keep I watching. Played, I played Shurka with, with Mitch. That was a lot but of fun. Again, nice. again Zud- typical Zudani game. Shurka is the best. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like baseball that much. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I know. Uh, that's that's why you would play that weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure goes so good. Um, okay, so, so deck building, superhero. That sounds interesting. I could get into that. We should no, play. No, we're not going to let you play anymore. Yeah, it's cooperative. I don't think it's safe to let Ty play. I didn't want it's, to play. Now I want to play. No, no you're out of Have you played any of the, like, the legendary games, like Marvel Legendary or Alien no. Legendary and Capture all that stuff? Are those, good? It, it, those games are good, but it's way different from those. But It gives me a similar feel. Sentinels is, is more, I guess, tactical, I guess. Um, but yeah, well, the they're, art, they're the art matters a lot, though. I mean, the, the whole Sentinel feel is the thing. But it's, it's, like a, it's a comic book universe that they created just for the game. And now there's like comics and a role playing game. Yeah, RPG. It. So it's a really cool. Yeah, I have the RPG. It's not it's not cool. Sure. It's fine. Yeah. It's still I, I have the RPG. I, I went at the, the actual stuff. It's fine. <laughs> so. Uh, so here's the things I've got going on. I'm going to skip through all the bullshit uh, gaming things where we're arguing whether uh, uh, what's his name? Our current host, Ty. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> what do you mean, whatever? <laughs> whatever. Whatever. What's his name? Thinks is important. Um. So. Uh, oh, you're gonna care. Uh. So here we go. So I played. A I don't understand what's happening. I don't either. It's cool though. I like it. No, it's it's fine. I'm I'm, I'm reducing your your. Strength there. Uh, <laughs> I have played. I have played a. I have played a most. A most. Stop this. <laughs> you said it was going to be a juicy one. I'm making a juicy. Stop laughing. <laughs> so I played a most dangerous time. Who's played that? Um, I have. Is that I World did... War Two? No, no, it's no. the Japanese game. Then I haven't. It, um, yeah, Matt and I played. I remember being confounded by the rule book. Now, did I think you try to play it uh, live or uh, live? Vassal, okay. no, live. And then I think I tried to play it solo, and both I like I, I bounced off of it. So, Tell me about things, it. it's it's pretty good. But we Lawrence and I've started exploring it. We've actually enjoyed it quite a bit. So we're trying to do a soft play of it. Like just a couple turns. It is it is crazy, like wackadoodle. The yeah, the rule book is weird. So here's it the, looks so pretty though. Here's the second surprise. I'm playing a world at war with Pete, Jack, and Craig. Do you remember a world at war? GMT's world oh, at yeah. war. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. How's yeah, it going? we're playing it. So we're dealing with like uh, winter preparation, uh, magic ultra cards on counterintelligence. Like, like who who knows what's going to come next? What's going on with these guys? Um, and we're dealing with all that, and it's pretty crazy. So 
We're going to see how all the naval battles work. We're trying to start just a naval fight uh, where you have the different naval groups and how they, they sort into the bands. It, it's basically a world of war has a whole different like band system for how naval fights, naval groups will fight each other and who, who can strike when, who can detect each other when. So we're going to see how that works. I have a question. Have, oh, go ahead, Ty. As you, as you can say, like, how'd that come up? Like, like, so I'm, I'm waiting on the, the Axis Empire's new release whenever that or comes the, out. Oh, on yeah. the same way. Same oh, yeah. I like. love that. I like Axis in person. 100%. Yeah. So who, who brought up World of War and, and, well, I think we just started, we started inquiring about that game. But you love to Tower Creek. I, I, I think Axis Empire is cool, but a world at war is really cool. <laughs> they have stuff where there's rules for like, okay, um, okay. So the Germans are not used to fighting in winter time, right? So like, sure. we know that. Like, like if the Germans are going to invade the Soviet Union in 1942, uh, we know that there's going to wait be for spring. The Germans can invest research points into. So if the Germans are actually going to have to fight a war in 1942 in those areas, there's going to be problems. Yet the Germans can research research points to try to reduce those reductions. Sure. I'm like, well, fuck, that makes sense. But is there, and I'm not, I don't know, whatever, but it's like, would a card do that in Axis Empires? Or no, not no. that specifically, but that kind of thing. Not really. I'm just wondering from like a rules and bookkeeping perspective. I don't know. I And I guess this more this says more about where I am, where well, I want to play this. It might be where the, the, well, also, it's also where the, uh, the allies are like, yeah, we could do that, but that wouldn't make sense because that's going to cost us for this point, or we're not going to put that that arrow or whatever for that point. Sure. So, who are you playing with? And is everybody up to speed on the game? We are. You said Evil Jack and Craig. How dare you! It's a good crew. Wait. What are you trying to round up, round us all up like a bunch? Rest us all? <laughs> Do you guys really so, know the game? So, hear me now. Hear me now and hear me clear. Who are you playing with? Who are you playing with? I don't want to hear any now. Give us your contacts. You folks. <laughs> well, God, no. I don't know if I want to say. <laughs> oh, Support. I see. You're playing with the evil chat. Oh, okay, well. There we go. I Let's see how that work. works. There we go. We're gonna be able to clean this, <laughs> clean this circle up pretty soon. <laughs> so yeah, it looks so. like a ton of counters, but low stacking. Uh, no, the, the counters is it pretty? Are is it pretty playable? I mean, BGG says a thousand four hundred and forty minutes minimum. So that's something <laughs> um, to, to 2,880 minutes. Yeah. We're um, just like, we're, we're, we're like, Hey, let's check it out. And see what yeah. Happens. Okay. So you just play That's it cool. until you're done. That's cool. Yeah. No reason, yeah. No reason for, uh, for Mr. Checker Upper. 
<laughs> I'm not judging. I'm just curious. Ty might be judging. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I find your story un, unconvincing. Improbable. <laughs> Why would you do this? Why would you do this? This is sanity. You, you did this entire bit just to cause trouble. You already have a strategic game. No more. <laughs> no more. That's where yeah. I am. Like I yeah. have my strategic game. I don't. Yeah. I so don't. we so we just mess around with it. We're kind of like like talking about all the stuff. But nice, nice. That's good. Um, yeah. You know the uh, I, I mentioned gamer Keith and I or gamer Keith a couple times. We're, we're <laughs> ramping up uh, next week Poland. That's where we are. Um, and it's that's it's cool. It's fun. Uh, I the systems are the subsystems and all that are, are pretty pretty intense. But I like what Mitch has done with everything. Right. I can't remember if you guys have played Next War. Uh, I've I've done like the air phase one time, so not really. Not really. Yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. I I have a few of them. Um, I just. Yeah, I get. It's a lot. It's a lot. To it's, take a, it's a lot. Yeah. Dave, right. didn't you play with those guys at uh, Donkey Kong a couple years ago? Who's that? The Next, Next War. War stuff. Next War stuff. Nope. No idea. You didn't play Next War. Okay. What did they look like? You've played Next War Taiwan. Taiwan and. Uh, uh, There's Korea. a whole joke about you playing Next War Taiwan. Oh, a concept world. Yeah, but have you ever played Next War? I, I have played. I, I'm sorry, I, I didn't know I was under oath. Like, I'm sorry. Do I have to like? <laughs> it's just a conversation. Like, We're off the record. I can, can you repeat the question. <laughs> have you yes. ever played Next War? I, I, have, I have once. I have at least once played Next War, <laughs> and I did once. I will be honest. I did attack the least favored portion yes. oh that's right yeah. you had the taiwan story okay i yeah, forgot that's about fine that. that's fine he, no. yeah i'll admit it. he went in from the south got it got it yeah i'm very intrigued glad, glad, by we, it. glad we could get the record time thanks for so much for being part of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> make sure i understood correctly yeah who's the questions who's so, the questioner so how, how far Sorry. in are you guys i so i mean we're just we're just at like set up like we're we're starting Wednesday, okay. this coming Wednesday, okay. and uh, so we're doing uh, the strategic um, uh, strategic surprise, whatever the first advanced scenario is. Sure. And he's played before. He's played Korea quite a bit, and he's going to go to the the con in uh, Kansas City. So we're going to try to ramp him up for that. I don't know what that is. Uh, the historic fest. That's oh, you don't okay. Nope. Not associated. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we thought we get we get some gaming. Are you going to that too? I am not. Okay. I am not. Uh. I would love to get another con in this year. I don't know if it's going to happen. Dallas. I know. Dallas. I know. I know. That's right there. I know. I know. They love us. Hi. It's it is kind of lame. That you're you're right in the middle of the Mississippi Valley, and you get don't come to Norcon. To to it's our lame. it's lame. 
<laughs> I mean, I mean, Dallas isn't right next no, to it's Chicago not. or anything. I'm going to drive down there. I mean, what, but, I, I mean it, it is like we all go. It is lame. It is. I, I get you. You're the I only guy it, that doesn't come. It's when when it's on your wife's birthday, like I get that. Yeah, even so, then, who cares? She's got plenty. Uh, Aaron might. She's the same. I mean, she might I mean, literally kill me. I, I, I would say honestly, if you were going to say it's your birthday, I think you're actually saying that she's in danger. Like, <laughs> I would say it could be any birthday. Why? Why? why Take like, it. If you say it's that birthday, then you're you're saying you're going to kill your wife on that birthday. You're making yourself a suspect for murder investigation. Don't do it. I don't. I don't. So I would say it could be any day that we're driving down there. Dave's Dave has seen a lot more of this kind of thing than we have. Jason. Right. So yeah. I, I just yeah. thousands. I don't know. I, yeah. thousands. I, I watch a lot of Dayline. So That's right. <laughs> we know how this happens. Let's just say, look, we live in a big river valley. Let's just all drive down there and have fun. Hell yeah! Could it could happen? It could happen. Never know. Convoy. I feel like Ty has been very. I'll, I'll look. I'll look for reports on on next door Poland. Matt, Matt, and I have talked about playing. He's kind of in a a, a potential conflict uh, spun spun up situation. And we're he's, and we're sure Ty's not a robot, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. There's proof. I have offspring. He has children. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. we'll have to research. <laughs> They're totally not robots either. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. Uh, oh, you're talking oh, about next, uh, war. next war. Yeah. So we might get we might get there eventually. We've been playing more games lately, which is nice. Rather than just setting them up and then getting blind drunk. Yeah. Which is super yeah. fun. But bad that for works my too. liver. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been playing uh, East Front with Patrick. That's been good. You guys are still playing that? Yeah. We are you just, I'm surprised so, you haven't so, auto-victory uh, yet. So, so to be clear, like YouTube, are you guys done? Like, are you guys run out? Of things Of stories? I feel like you guys have like, just like completely run out at this point. We're like, <laughs> like that's fine. I can I'm in it to win it. I can, I can grab... The albatross, the the structure that this podcast is built this on, is and an carry this another five miles for you guys. You guys are done at this point. You're worn out. Dave, no. I think you like you like to be in control. I feel. No, I'm just saying. I'm just. I recognize checking. it. Would I'm you? In that, I'm in that kind of relationship. Right I, now, I so. just, I, I just feel like you guys are out of steam. Would, would you like to talk? <laughs> no, you guys are out of steam. We're talking about next war. I feel like and you, are, did, you didn't engage. Um, yeah. Tell us about you. <laughs> Right. So, <laughs> nope. Your so topic think, is un, un, unacceptable. It's 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 invalid. When I think of when I think of Ty, I think of of Goose Island. I think of GTS, uh-huh. and I think uh-huh. Lock and Load. When I think of Dave, oh no, let's 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 pursue that though. Okay, yeah. so no, Goose I'm, Island. I'm, I'm yeah. Goose Island. Yeah. Ty, Lock and Load. Yeah. So Ty, talk GTS. about that relationship between Goose Island. I'm and, and Lock I'm in and the load. middle of talking. When I think of Dave, I think of <laughs> a lot of whiskey. I think uh-huh. ASL and I think fucking East Front because that was I think maybe the first game we played together if not that it was Vietnam and then East Front and Dave is like it's it's glorious watching Dave play East Front 
because he's so fucking good at it. When you're playing against him, it's very frustrating. Because I'm like, how did he do that? I have, I like, I have the same or similar movement points, but he knows the game so well. It's so much fun to watch. So I'm very interested to hear about your East Front two game. I, and I need, I need an East Front game badly. Well, I, like, I, I cannot find one. I, I think that's funny. We're, I, I agree. Jason is good at that and describing that. Yeah, You're so fucking good at that game. It's like I'm good it's poetry. It is. Um, and I cheat, which is also which well, I'm that helps because so <laughs> nice, you know the game, so you can cheat. Now, is it, are are you playing Germany? So, no. So now I feel like you guys are trying to like like. <laughs> you trying to like, like satisfy me somehow? No, Dave. God damn it, no, Dave. Dave. Don't fucking god damn you. I, I'm not greedy. Like, no, I'm backing off now. I'm like a rhino. Whatever. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a rhino with no. said my piece. I'm not going to tell you guys. Fuck you guys. I'm not telling you. Well, first off, like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's a thing of glory. Let me, let me revel in that. I love okay. you. Yeah, I'm good at the game. I get it. Okay. Uh, Jesus Christ. Sorry I said anything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's a lot of games called East Front. I'm trying to which this is Columbia, right? Yeah, Columbia, Black Columbia game. game. Okay. You know, Dave, I'm going to ask Patrick how the game's going. Well, uh, okay, so I am. Well, we've had some delays, so we have not had a lot of production so far with uh, Patrick. Uh, trying to get him to move it, get it going. Uh, we're still stuck around Kiev Minsk, which is kind of that beginning sure. portion of the game. Are you guys playing live or play by email? Uh, well, we did. We're doing a play by email, and the problem is that Patrick also started hiding my box, which like blocked up the game. Great confusion. Why? Why would he do that? I don't know. I, and at some point, Roger. I messaged him. I said, "I've never had a player ever." Uh, hide my own blocks from me but i don't know why you're doing that but please stop, stop and, that. but uh yeah he's gonna be fine but he's gonna learn a lot i think it's gonna be good i think in uh probably two to three turns uh patrick is going to become an excellent east front two player he'll learn what not to do there's gonna be a lot of ass raping yes that's about to go on that's yeah. about to be going on um Negative reinforcement. But sometimes the problem with the East Front 2 is it, it does require like uh, two to three to four turns to really get it going where you figure out, okay, this is what I should have done. Oh, but, I fucked up four but turns I, ago. I'm generally gentle for that. And uh, yeah, it's, and so it's funny because I'm also playing uh, uh, Lawrence in OCS. Are you guys playing this, Case Blue? Oh, we're playing Case Blue. Full, full on Case Blue. Drive, tell us, tell us. Drive on it. Stalingrad. So it's like a, it's a good segue in a way because it's, uh, we're not talking about blocks, right? We're not, the, this is not the blocky block type game, which is still, I, I got to say, uh, East Front 2 does a great job of the same type of, of game. Uh, but when you're playing OCS Case Blue, there's like, tons of rules um i mean even for playing the soviets there's there's like tons of case mm -hmm. rules and you have to know them all and i'd rather play supply in and it's like yeah it's like it's a lot um 
and but I, I don't think we're too strict about it like when lawrence and i are playing it's lawrence and me we're playing the game and uh i don't think we're going to get too much into each other's business about like, this rule says this <laughs> yeah like when the, the scale of it is like who the fuck and then you have to arm dude? wrestle and then it's oh, yeah. thing. yeah and lawrence is like 10 times my size <laughs> so i'm probably gonna agree to that <laughs> but uh but yeah there there was the biggest thing is trying to f- just figure out with those games, and this is with all these big OCS games, is the operational areas, the way the railroad railroads work, the way the roads work, uh, where you're going to try to like put your reserves, where you're going to move up guys. So a lot of my fight really with uh, Lawrence is just trying to move troops up to the front by rail or however and try to get them up there to like stall him because he is butt raping me like all over the place. There's so many <laughs> positions where the Germans are just fucking smoking my ass. It's, it's bad. It's bad. There's no way. There's no way he can even react to it. They're, they're deep behind you. Like they're, yeah. they're already, it's like, you're like, I'm going to try to retreat this way. And they're like, you're like, Oops, they're already there. <laughs> so, uh lawrence has done a good job of that so that's fun and i i want to play that with lawrence because i think ocs case blue is kind of a game that you want to play uh so we're doing that one ocs is a system that i love so like i admire it but i never want to play it again and that kind of hurts to say but i just i don't know it's it's too much lift for me yeah, so some people might say, like, okay, Dave, you're playing the most dangerous time with Lawrence, which, who's also the play, person you're playing the uh, OCS with, with Lawrence. Uh, but different games. So we get it. That's a different game we're doing. That's like a hobby game for us. Uh, no one else is helping with that. We're doing a World at War with uh, Pete, Jack, and Craig. That's crazy. Uh, doing uh, East Front 2 with Patrick. OCS Case Blue with Lawrence, and then Vietnam sixty five seventy five with the uh, Hollywood. Like, are you guys I mean, still actually playing? That? I, I don't know if that game's even happening anymore. Like, I don't know if we're even doing that one. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, how often, a, how often are you playing these? I mean, that's that's some serious lifting. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. He's retired. Time, He's got all the time in the world. Time. Maybe I like to spend some time out there. Just. Like mix with the community. <laughs> I feel I feel great having a monthly GCAC. Maybe I'm game. not so selfish about my time, Kyle. Kyle, <laughs> you just call me Kyle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty, your new name. We're, that's, we're that's, your, that's your. We're name. interchangeable. <laughs> Kyle, Midwest, Midwest, Kyle? suburban Kyle? dads, suburban dudes. Maybe um, Tile. Should I call you Tile? <laughs> Yeah, so Dave, you're playing a lot. That's cool. Heavy lifting. I like it. I love it. You know, love it. A little jealous. Maybe a little jealous. Yeah, I was feeling really good. Like I'm, I'm playing GCACW. But yeah, so I, I I will say with the War and Peace game, I liked it. The I felt like it was there was a lot of uh, clumsiness with the rules as far as. Uh, diplomacy in different countries and how they worked out but i did feel like there was a, a, a nice part about it the game where when forces would fight you would get results quickly 
So it would definitely always resolve something. So uh, no matter what was happening in the battles, uh, regardless of whether it was Austria versus uh, Italy or Austria versus France or France versus Russia or whatever, uh, things happened. And that was good. So you felt like you definitely got some kind of resolution regardless of what happened. So. It, it, do, you, do you think some guys weren't prepared or you just like, no, you can't do everything. No, I just, I just felt like it was, uh, the, the, the game we we fought battles in the game and, uh, they seemed like the way the games, the battles would actually fight out. So there were no surprises. So got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, look, well, it looked like you guys were having fun. Yeah, I mean, and, and you'd have fights and you'd be like, oh, my God, this guy's going to. And there there are these things where there's like, a, I got a group of guys in this corner. You're fighting a battle here. Can they hear your battle? Are they going to come over and, and join you? So you'd have to roll for that shit. And I thought that was fun that it worked and it worked pretty well. And uh, whatever. We, we, we played it and we just wanted to have fun. So we didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we've been talking about or joking that, you know, all I play is, is World War II. And that's mostly true. But like when I've looked at, like there have been times where I've looked at ancients or I've looked at Napoleonics or I've looked at civil war. And I'm just like, I don't know if I can get into a new, new era. And there's more than that. Right. I mean, right. like, because you you were a Napoleonics guy though, right? With I, with I, minis I, and stuff. I, I'm, I'm 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 kind of into Napoleonics. That's right. For me, it's so expensive because then I have to do all the like I have to buy all the books and do all the reading, and then you have to buy like yeah. you know 15 games and then <laughs> find the few you like. And I'm not a Napoleonics guy, and I'm not. I've I've had very little success with one small step games, but the cover art for War and Peace is glorious like i see that game I'm like oh that's nice and the production looks pretty solid so but i just yeah. can't do napoleonics yeah maybe just one grand strategy napoleonics game would be enough you know or one for one big game from every era but i don't know i can't decide oh that's not a bad way to go yeah get like the grand strategic for each you get Republic of Rome, you get your War and Peace. Take it. Totaler Creek or War at uh, World of War. Uh, yeah. No, that, that's not happening for Napoleonics. No. No? For Napoleonics? No. You got to be all in. That, that war is decided at that point. <laughs> yeah. A long time ago at this point. Oh. Yeah, once you get to Germany, I think it's done. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Ty, you got anything else for us? Uh yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. Back to the gaming table, back to role playing games. What's the what's the role playing game hotness right now? Hotness, uh, Twilight two thousand. Okay, that's that's my next big gamble. Fourth edition. Fourth edition, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I like I, really, I like what I like, Free League's doing. Yeah, I, mean, I really like 
uh, Mutant Year, or the Year Zero system. I've been playing, uh, I've been running Mutant Year Zero for a while, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think I got enough interest to do uh, Twilight next. Nice. Well, Dave's requesting it up. Well, we've enjoyed uh, Space Corp. We've played a bunch of Space Corp lately. The Butterfield game? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, I played yeah. that. That's fun. Oh, really? You didn't mention it. <laughs> well, was it? Was in, my, in my life, I've played it. I didn't play I mean, it in the last. I mean, six like, we're, we're not trying to be secretive like you, but we, we played that game. <laughs> that's cool. I didn't want. I don't yeah, want to play cool. my hand too, too that's early. Cool. Yeah. That's cool, dude. <laughs> we're we're, we're getting to know each other. It's not a competition. <laughs> sounds like okay. it is. Sounds a little bit. Sounds like it is. <laughs> <laughs> So we play the expansion. We have enjoyed it. We have really enjoyed it. So, uh, Space Corp has been pretty good. So we have that's one that we've really enjoyed. So, uh, just kind of getting into the different uh, developments from Planeteers and and uh, really exploring into. At first, I think it was kind of challenging for us, and yet we enjoyed uh, when we brought in the other nations and the other developments and uh, i think the guys got a kick out of it so we really enjoyed that part of it so i think it's like like space corp is is definitely good and this is involving uh some of the new ventures uh for the space corps the expand the expansion right they, yeah wow yeah okay nice i'm sorry, I'm sorry Ty, are you sure? I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I am interested, Dave. Oh, so Who are you playing with? Are you suddenly interested? Give, give me some names. Who are you playing with? Was 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 that Snark? No, we've been we've been enjoyed the game. It's good. Nice. I'm looking forward to the next one, the the Pandora game that they're doing. I pass on Space Core. It's just I don't know why. I don't know. I like Butterfield and I like sci-fi stuff. I just no, I don't know. dude, it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's easy. It's Maybe really I'll pick easy. it up during the sale. I think that's my thing. I'm just yeah. No, I'm a, they're, I'm a they're, rules they're, they're, wuss they're very, these days. It's a very easy tableau, and uh, I think the the rule pickup based on like bosses or whatever is also the adventurers pickup is very easy. I think I think it's a great game. I think it's very nice. We we've enjoyed playing it quite a bit. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Maybe I'll well, pick it up during the sale. Yeah, it's why I've tried to basically block like Ty from playing it because I think it's a great game. We've enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> you want it for yourself? You'll you'll play crappy games with me. That's the deal. <laughs> trick trick shot only. <laughs> I'm just trying to complicate things. Dave, Dave, and, I are play, Dave and I are playing Panzer next week. <laughs> What's the Pandora game, Jason? <laughs> I don't know. So they, um, Ares Magazine did Wreck of the Pandora and Voyage of the Pandora back in the day. Magazine games um, that are super fun. Both of them. Um, like Voyage is very like epic and spacefaring, and and Wreck is kind of a um, like an escape 
situation. Um, and GMT is doing a new one. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but um, it's Butterfield doing it, and it it's in that same kind of universe. Uh, so I'm okay. all in on that, yeah, because those games are fantastic. Is P500 stuff right now? Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully it comes out I don't know, probably next year at this point. But that's my that's my next sci-fi game. Nice. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, it seems like it's worth it back. Totally. What do you mean, what a nerd? It's fucking Space Corps. <laughs> it's sci-fi Butterfield GMT. <laughs> nerd, is that what we're going to call each other? I mean, that's... Right. You know who we, what we what we do together? <laughs> Role playing roller coasters. I'm a, I'm a hundred percent committed to always fucking with Ty all the time. That's I know there's love, man. That's why I know there's love. <laughs> Away team. Okay, I see it. Yep. Finally. Yeah, it seems like it should be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, Butterfield. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, yeah, kind it's of. It's fun. Just so many games. Yeah, yeah that's so where I am too. I just I if if and and that's part of why I didn't get Space Corps because even when it came out, I'm like, if it's not in my wheelhouse, I just I don't know. I I have such a limited time these days to play games that it's hard to take a chance on something. Is Which is great when you host a wargaming podcast and you're like, eh, war <laughs> yeah, games. <laughs> new games, <laughs> new games. Bah, new games. I'll, I'll play the same five systems over and over again. They're they're not here for that content. They're just here for the quiz anyway. So it's all good. <laughs> it's a fine quiz. It's a fine quiz. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> all right, Dave, take us home. Well, Jesus, <laughs> like where are we at? Put you on the spot. We're, we're 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 on approach. All right, let's see. I think we just call it there. All right, you can do it, Dave. I need a snack. I need some water. Well, let's see. Uh, so you can I'm also gonna... you can also not to interrupt, but you can also think of a. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! A song. You, oh, you intend a song? Okay. A, a music word is what I was trying to say, which was not correct. <laughs> a music word. <laughs> Send me a song. So the good news is I did not get banned. At this particular. Time. That is great. Great right. news. We're proud but, of you, and we're invited I, back next year. So. We're invited back. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I played, and I did play Trick Shot. Thank you, so Mitch, I for went, running it. So we ran trick shot in guys and, and like I'm sorry, does that have to be a drunk wrap up or we can I just be a, a nice talking about things we did? Sure. Okay. We're gonna circle circle the runway. So we played trick shot, got a lot of guys enjoyed it. We played fun. Trick shot was fun. A lot of people came in, like like a lot of kids and ladies and all just came in Oh, I hate play. that. I really don't like that. No, because they want to see Trick Shot. Because Trick Shot is like a, a like nice game. It looks fun. So uh, let's see. I don't like when people see me being a nerd. Mm. No, we didn't care. <laughs> but, uh, 
they were all the randos friendly. walk in. They're like, they're, they're what are you guys doing? Well, the people the people come in for breakfast. You run into those people? Like the, the like I'm I want a breakfast. I'm going to be eat a burrito or I'm going to. They 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 think that the you know the breakfast each morning that's down the hallway. That's right. Is in our room. That's right. And they get confused because there's like a box of donuts on the counter. That's right. That's right. Come on, that didn't happen. That was not part of the game. No. Nope. Not here. Down the uh, hall. But yeah, so we had a good group of guys, and I think everybody had fun. Everybody enjoyed uh, talking about things and enjoying the game, and it was not a bad experience based on Jason's terrible experience. It was the most dangerous time <laughs> with Lawrence. Apparently, some kind of Donkey Kong. It was not a terrible experience. Really good experience. Love it. Very good, Jason. You describe it. I mean, I'm I'm here for it. I hope to get there next year. Yeah, Jason and I played a couple years ago. Fuck yeah, we played Fleet. That was epic. Yes, second Fleet. That was fantastic. We did a fun time. We were fine. We are fine. All right, let's call it there. Dave, send me a send me a music word, and we'll we'll make a night of it. All right. So basically, look, guys can come to the convention. You can come. <laughs> like I can, I think we could say it. Like, <laughs> say it. <laughs> say it. Preach. <laughs> we can say it. You can have a good time and enjoy yourself, and that's it. That's that's just that's some games. All it's about. Yeah. That's what it's about. Yep. Have a good time. Hang out. Have a good Be yourself. Time. I mean, honestly, it's been this way since God knows how long. Oh, so long. Years ago. My, my liver says it was a long time ago. It's fine. You'll be okay. Excellent. I think, I think that's a good cap. I think, I think we did it. Thanks for right. having me. Land it. Thanks Take for it being here. Yeah. Thanks for going to SwoleCon. Uh, in my yeah. in my stead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitch, uh, Mitch runs a good show. Digging it. There'll be more. Right on, guys. All right. Good night. Good night. Do I have to run a, a song or something? Visit us at http colon slash slash boardgamegeek.com slash build slash one six six zero or contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com. Taking over